Episode 70. From Shrooms to Skyrim. Listen, this is a very special episode. Very special. This is, I uh, know, this is not episode 70, this is episode 71. Okay. Yeah, we already did 70 last week. This is uh, from Shrooms to Skyrim with Matthew and Hiram. I'm your host, Matthew the Ball Bambino. Ooh. And Hiram is not with us today. Uh, I found two of the loveliest ladies in Miami that I could find. We got Brandy Troop, that girl. Hello. And Mara. <laughs> Hi, guys. Hi, Ram. We miss you and we love you. All right. You know, when, when uh, one time I had Trey filling for Hiram. Okay. And, and he said, when Hiram's not here, we say Byram. Oh, Ooh. my God. That's such Shots a Trey fired. thing to say. <laughs> Shot fired. <laughs> well, Byram. Hi, Hiram. <laughs> How you guys doing? You. Great. Well, I'm super excited. Me too. Listen, I'm all about queen energy, yes. as you know, Matt. And listen, you told me to come because you had the queen over. Couldn't miss it. Oh, I'm <laughs> super excited. It, it definitely made sense to me. Yep. What's new with you guys? Uh, what's the latest since the last time you were here? Um. Well, I've been trying to eat healthy, Matt. Ooh. Summer, summer is coming. Listen, yes. I love me some junk food, and I also like to eat. What's late. junk food? Like, like fast food? No, like burgers. Well, okay, I don't eat burgers, but fast food as in Chick Fil A. But I've been doing better. But with does Chick Fil A even count as fast food? <laughs> That's, true. That's true. I'm also very. Ba- I was very bad with Wendy's spicy chicken sandwich. Oh my god. Yeah, because I'm a burger girl. I want to know how bad. Very bad. Like <laughs> I was going there like at least. Two or three times a week. But at, le- at least you're doing top but tier But where is it food. going, though? Because Wendy's is not top where, tier. Where is it Wendy's going? Wendy's is better than, like, McDonald's and Burger King, for um, sure. So we're about to have a big debate because <laughs> I'm not American. So I have a whole different view on fast food. Uh-huh. And um, I kind of I, I like McDonald's. Though. Like so yeah, my husband told me to not say that loud because people would be like, "You're trash." If oh, I say that, I, loud. I like I like McDonald's. It's just the I fries. Know. The fries are amazing. Girl, those okay, fries are ridiculous. And you know what? I'm not. I'm very big on wellness and like eating clean and stuff. Same but fine. I do believe that we need a balance in life, like yin yep. and yang. You can't just be all clean. You feel me? You need some. Some some of the dark side, I, the dirt. I completely agree. Listen, I've been trying to eat these ACI bowls, and they are so good. I'm a, I'm a smoothie girl. Listen, I enjoy. I like the aesthetic. I like putting it on social media. Probably a little too much, but 
I do, you know, want to chow down on some grits and, you know, <laughs> from time to time, some fried chicken and all that other good stuff. And, mm. oh, my weakness, hot Cheetos. <laughs> oh, my God. That's, that's that's my guilty pleasure. I cannot live. It's too hot for me. It's bad. It's, an, it's an addiction. It's an addiction. It's And it's, and it's, and it's, and it's bad. It yes. is bad. It's bad. Like, I can walk <laughs> in the grocery store and if I see some, like, my mouth starts watering. Like, I want those hot Cheetos. So, <laughs> what do you like to eat, Matt? Uh, well, you know what I like to eat is the food from Sandbar. Tacos Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, I love tacos. Taco Tuesday. I, I, I guess I'm flustered with all the lovely ladies in the room because <laughs> I forgot to say that this episode is brought to you by Sandbar, Coconut Grove, 3064 Grand Avenue, Miami, Florida, 33133, Home of the Fish Taco, Taco Tuesdays, Whiskey Wednesdays, Lady Night Thursday, uh, 22 Flat Screens, 34, 35, Beers on Draft, Sandbar. Go there. Yeah, shout out to Coconut Grove. Listen, Coconut Grove. Grove is amazing. Um, did you see how Coco Walk is like out of this world right now? Like, it's oh yeah, completely it's I have mixed feelings. Completely. About, I have mixed feelings about that. Okay, that, talk. To, let's talk about it. Let's talk be, about it because the Coco Walk that was like a place where black people could go, especially with um, Fat Tuesdays up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just catch a vibe. And do yeah. you remember how it used to be on Halloween? Halloween, the Coco Walk. Everyone decked out from the community. Coconut Grove is is a black, well was a black community mm-hmm. and heavily. Um, I would say it had a large demographic of Bahamians in African okay. American culture, and so now you can see that shift in the culture. You know, with time comes that change and that gentrification. Mm-hmm. And now, when you have certain restaurants that are more so health based. You're not gonna get that same demographic, so it's it's clear that they're going. That's in a great. A that's direction. a great perspective, though. Um, Most definitely. Uh, yeah, I I was I, I know that um, um, Coconut Grove is you know like a a, a black black neighborhood, mm-hmm. um, and I've I actually uh, that's when I met my husband. He used to live there, so oh, I've wow. I, I've hang out there a lot, and that taught me a lot about Miami actually because as a foreigner. I arrived here, and I, we were talking about that the other day. Like, when I arrived here, it was Miami Beach, South Beach, you know, because for the rest of the world, Miami is Miami Beach. That's all you think. You know, right. and that's all you know and see. Yeah. And so uh, being in places like Coconut Grove and the, just the different landscape, the shades, the trees, the the, the, the more warm environment, um, it's dope. And I like, so there is the gentrification thing, which is, um, I, I get why you you feel some type of way about it. Uh, I think there's good sides and bad sides to yeah, it. Yeah, it's definitely pros and if cons. you can, if there's the, the 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 mindset of just preserving, you know, exactly. the authenticity, like that culture um, over town, for example. I don't yes. know. If, over time, I feel like there's a a, a a will to to preserve the history. It's most definitely a will, but even with that, it's slowly being chiseled away. That essence. People don't realize. Oh, you want to say? Oh, mm-hmm. you will say? Oh, you want to go to Winwood? Winwood is over there. That's yeah. all. That's yeah. all it is. And so when you have, yes, these are great things that are being brought into the community, but it does take away that essence of what makes it special. And that what makes it special is usually that blackness. And that's with Overtown and Coconut Grove. Yeah. Yeah, like for better or for worse, the Grove is vastly different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From five years ago, from ten years ago. There's parts of it is unrecognizable. Yes. That's like if you put a before and after photo, 
and you know you put them in line with other photos you want to be able to identify them Mm-mm. as the same area yeah can tell me can someone tell me where these peacocks are from <laughs> I'm just that's like what, I, like what they're native to. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, it's a lot of peacocks around yeah. South Florida, but I don't. Especially I don't know. in Coconut Grove, though. Yeah. Like, where are they from? I don't. Did know. someone bring them there? You've even you even see them in South Miami. I I don't I don't know. I've I've even seen them down south. Really? I just want to know who brought them. <laughs> Who dropped them off here? That was a cool idea, but you know. And then are they adopted? Or do they have someone and parents and ma- oh, uh, I, I was gonna be like master or something. That's like two species <laughs> of fowl you you will come across in Miami is is peacocks and chickens. De- depending on, depending on where you're at. Don't forget about those cats. Oh my gosh, <laughs> oh, cats! I'm not, are you a cat girl? So I wasn't until I was. And now I don't know what I am anymore because I, okay, one day my hubby sends me this beautiful video of this so cute little kitten that was abandoned from like uh, the neighbor's house or whatever. And I was like, oh my God, she's so cute. You better bring her or you don't come back home. He brought the cat. We, we washed her. We took care of her. We nursed her. She became my little kitten. But... As she grew up, she was a real B-I-T-C-H. Like, she was moody. She would, like, she would, like, she scratch like, you. Oh yeah. Oh, no. She was terrible. And you know what? We, we kind of had an understanding on the house. And I'm the type of person, if you're going to leave under my roof, eat for free, you, be, you better behave. Exactly. So I, we had an understanding, her and I. But when I had a baby, I felt like, you know, cats, they're like, so like it's, it's, it has to be about them. I saw the cat changing, and she was she was she would like just rebel on us and do weird stuff like peeing in 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 bad places. Oh no! Like and this to me, you gotta go. Yeah. Once you start doing this, did things. you give her away? So I I was in the process too, and um, the funny thing is that ugh, I feel bad now talking about that. <laughs> but her name is Kenya, and um, I think she ran away because. Uh, so I live in the twenty third floor in my condo, and um, I used to leave the balcony all the time open. She would come in and out, go to the neighbors, like just walking on the ledge, like just going to the neighbors, coming back and stuff. And one day she never came back. Oh, she was over. Wait, so you yeah. think she ran away, or you think she fell? Don't say that, ma. <laughs> Don't say that. I'm just putting two, no, two, two together. For me, someone <laughs> found her. Was it a thick ledge or a thin ledge? It was, it was thick. And she was traveling on that ledge for a month, girl. Like, she was she was good. Uh-huh. Yeah? Mm. She's like, I, I don't, don't know. I don't know. But Listen. I don't like cats. The only cat I like is Hello Kitty and Catwoman. That's it. No Catwoman, cat. yeah. That's no, I'm not, a, I'm not a cat girl. Are you a cat person? What are you? Are you an animal person? Pet person. That's like an open-ended question. Like, <laughs> what do you like, dogs or cats? I, I like, I, I like animals. <laughs> iguanas. I see him with something more atypical, like like a lizard or yeah, like a I snake. can see you with an iguana. I don't I see like, you with like a, a cat. tarantula. <laughs> yeah, you know. I, I look, I look like a tarantula guy. Yeah, I, yeah, I can see you with that. Yeah, some exotic stuff. <laughs> 
Nothing basic. I, I, I know several people like that that have, like, part parts of their home set up and they have, like, the monitor lizards and tortoises roaming the backyards and, and parrots and shit. It's a big, listen, I feel like it's a big commitment, though. But I looked it up, and peacocks are not native to Florida. Really? They're not? If they were brought there, girl. Oh, They're sorry. native to India. Someone brought them there. Really? Oh, I yeah. They are beautiful. They are. Yeah, and apparently, uh, listen, you need to allegedly ask during the 50s and 60s, developers brought them over to make neighborhoods seem more exotic. That combined with them escaping from zoos every now and then Hold up. led to the current burgeoning Where population. do they go to sleep? Where do they go home to, <laughs> these peacocks? That's in, pe- the, in the woods? Nobody um, cares about those peacock peacocks. Peacock park. <laughs> 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 Makes sense. Makes All sense. Right. I'm I'm about to, to create an organization to protect these these beautiful someone needs to create an organization to have all these animals freed from the zoo i went to the zoo and it is it's so it's it's sad it's like please set these animals free they are not happy there's only one of each the zoo is such a selfish thing it's the pure definition of selfishness in in love it's like you think you love someone yes because you want to have them around all the time but it's not love yes it's not It's it's for your own selfish desire and profit no, these animals need to be set free. I went to Miami Zoo. There's one lion, and he looks so sad. And I feel like if these animals were released to the wild, they've been so they've been so shut in and caged for so long, they wouldn't even know how to fend for themselves. I believe. Yeah, I think that's exactly what it is. Like, if an animal grows up in captivity, like, is is not going to be welcomed by the other animals back in? No, the, you have to be groomed into that society. Mm-hmm. But like, I I, I feel like. The SeaWorld shit and shit like that is, like, another story. But I, I feel like the the zoo has a kind of mission, too, of, like, preservation mm-hmm. of certain species that are, like, endangered or close to endangered. But we're the ones endangering them. And I don't feel like capturing exactly. them for observation and, um, I don't know, for aesthetic. <laughs> I don't think that's the good. Like, let these animals be free. They look sad. It's like man. you want to be a drug dealer. Like, you want to be a drug dealer and... And just establish your your drug business all over the world, and then in the meantime, you're just gonna create shelters for people with addiction. Like, did Did you guys watch the Tiger King documentary? Yet, no, but it's on my it's on my playlist. Why, do watch you rec- list. Do you recommend? Uh, I mean, yeah, it, it's it's pretty wild. Ah, uh, pun intended or no? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say yeah. So I can look clever, <laughs> but not like the guys. Like it, it definitely shows you. Uh, the guys that do that private zoo shit, like there, it, it's definitely some characters to say the least. They they must be like just fascinated by by this whole world. It's it's their lives, right? Their whole life was well, that, and they make a shit ton of money too. But like the the Tire King documentary, like that's some shit that I don't even know how to put it in the words. You just gotta watch it. It's wild. I'm definitely <laughs> watching it. Um, Listen, I'm a lioness. Have, so. have, have you guys been keeping up with the the Johnny Depp trial? No, 
it looks like pure foolishness and antics. You know why? Why, is, why like, do you say that? The pooping in the bed. It's like, what is going on? Yeah, it's a lot. It's, it's too much. It's, it's, why is this being criticized? I, you know what? I'm a big fan of him, Johnny Depp. Um, I think um, this guy is a legend. Yes. Um, and talented. it's sad for me to watch him on such a personal level, destroying him, like his wife. Like, they're just destroying each other. It's too sad for me. I can't, I can't do it. I agree. And I also feel that he's established... Um, such a career in this industry, and yeah. I feel like well, my, this is tainting it. Well, I don't want to well, watch see him under that light. I, I it's Junie Depp. I, I I don't want to see him. Well, that's that. it's well, like is to his benefit that's publicized right now, because like he's he's right now fighting like the defamation of his character because mm-hmm. it, it was his wife or ex wife that made the allegations about him that, I, I, like one of them was like physical violence. I don't remember the others. Yeah, yeah. I remember uh, all I saw is about the physical violence, and then it's another thing. It's like, <sighs> okay, so. But there has to be another way because there's people all the time that go to court for violence of some sort. I feel like that could be something handled privately, and then maybe he sits down with Good Morning America or some huge platform, or he could sit down with me and then, <laughs> or, and you know, talk about it and then put it out that way. That way, there is still some. Um, well, I mean, for him, for him, it's working. Like it's helping his image that because people are seeing the details of the case and it's working to his benefit. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I guess maybe I prefer that separation because I see him of such as such like an esteemed actor. Like just yeah. knowing the foolishness that he hasn't like endured. It's just like, uh, I rather just keep you up here. Well, because that's like I thought of it. Because like, there's some things you can't just make up. Like, I was watching a clip of excerpts. And that Hollywood lifestyle, like that's some wild stuff. Oh yeah. yeah. I don't even know how it came up, but he was like, "Yeah, I, I gave a pill to Marilyn Manson one time just to stop him from talking." Huh? Really? Johnny Depp? Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. There was there was it was out of context, but I, I was just watching like a, a just a reel of clips. What? Yeah, that. It's, what it's happened to Marilyn Manson? Where where is he at now? I haven't seen Marilyn Manson in the news since he performed at uh, Kanye West's thing in L.A. Mm. a while back. And then he was in the news before that because for something bad, his um, uh, it was a... it was his girl or, or a girl that was making allegations about him. And but since then I haven't heard of people about Marilyn Manson. I mean, not that I go looking for him. <laughs> Must really not be easy to have all these eyes on you and always just people ready to, yes. to lie about you. Yes. And play with your life, yes. your freedom, all of that. Living underneath a microscope. Can you imagine not being able to go to the grocery store? And just yeah, like, or people wanting to take a picture with you. No, or people always saying that you freaking raped them or oh, sexually yeah, or, uh, yes, them. assassinating that, your kids. Look what happened with Chris Brown. Yeah, yes, and it's so good that he had the proof. Girl, it's so good. I'm imagine I'm how telling. many. But it's crazy because he was always still even. When you have been um, vindicated, you're still never truly vindicated because yes. you still have that sting. Because it's always like, well, what about that time when you went through? Even yeah. though, because like then, when something's in the headlines, there's like a stigma that's attached to your name. Yep. 
whether or not you beat it mm-hmm. or you prove your innocence. Nope. And there's some people that, you know, not everyone's going to take the time to, like, follow up with the details. Exactly. So they might not even know the results. You just want to run with whatever sounds they like. They just heard that, and yeah. now that, you know, they make that association with you in their head. Yeah. No matter what happens, no matter what you do. It's so unfortunate. It's so unfortunate. Then you wonder why these people just, like, try to remove themselves from that celebrity lifestyle. That's mm-hmm. a lot. That's a lot. Look at what happened with Rihanna and ASAP Rocky. Um, how they were saying, "Oh, he's cheating on her." Oh and my God! You the know, the next what? day they're like, "It wasn't even true." Do you know, like, I'm what just I, when I read that, I was like, "That's hate." That mm-hmm. next. That is that is crazy, and to have to deal with something like that, and you're pregnant, and then in front of the whole world being cheated on. That's not a good feeling. Whether you're just a Joe Schmo, so imagine it playing out for billions of people, and then false allegations. It's just so, so much. I want to ask you, since you're you're in the public eye and ears, <laughs> yes. right? Um, and I want to ask you, like, do you see yourself, um, um, you know, a few years from now um, with, like, more eyes on you? And how do you see yourself um, just evolving in, in the entertainment um, industry? That is a, an amazing question, Imara. Wow. I've never even thought about, like, me having to live under a microscope. And I don't know why that has never came to my mind. I always think about other people. But, um, child, I don't know how I would navigate that. <laughs> would you do real know. TV? Reality TV? Um, Reality TV, yeah. I don't know. I don't know because I, I am aware of the stigma that comes with it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, um, I feel like you reality see the benefits. TV, yeah, yeah, the benefits, but also it's like people get to to see you, and I'm all, I'm I majored in production, so that's, yeah, that's I, right, that's I, I right. Love production. You understand the other side of it, exactly. So um, you so I you would actually never, do great. I, I you would actually do never. great. I feel thank you. I feel like I have the personality for it. Yeah, but um, I don't know because I know reality TV can be intrusive. But again, the person in me who just loves production, I wouldn't never say never. You know. I feel like, um, you know, I'm, I have a lot of admiration for people who are putting themselves out there. Even people who are criticized because, you know, they say, oh, this type of content is ghetto. Um, I don't How can you even watch real TV? Um, personally, where I'm from, real TV, reality TV is not as um, real as as here here really? is crazy uh-huh. here people get pregnant oh, yeah. their whole life is walking on, TV. on tables getting yeah that type of reality tv but absolutely it's, not it's not <laughs> it's 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 there's wait but like what what do you mean by it's not as real for example um real tv in you know big brother yeah real tv in france for example yeah, I would give the example of friends. From what I see, it's still on that level. Like, oh, we're all in the house. Whatever the prod wants us to do, we're going to do. And <laughs> it's boring. Hello. Here, it gets it's some real life oh, yeah. shit. It okay? It's like people are in real life yeah. situation. Mm-hmm. And you, you don't have a sense of it's scripted. You have a sense of... What the hell is going on? Yes. And me, as someone who is not American, um, I'm not saying that everything I see on reality TV, I think that it's 
exactly a depiction of, of America, but it shows, I'm sorry, it shows on a lot of levels um, part of this country and the, how the people are. The difference in culture. Yeah, yeah mindset. hell yeah. 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 Um, and there's also, di- there's reality TV and reality TV, there's the Kardashian, where you have love and hip hop. You have uh, um, those teen girls who are pregnant. Teen moms. Teen moms <laughs> and stuff. Like, yeah. that's the, I'm fascinated by the fact that Real people are putting themselves out there like that to that level, mm-hmm. and their lives their lives are being changed by these yeah. shows. Yeah, most definitely, and everyone has an opinion. But I see you in a real TV. Really? I don't know why are you giving me that vibe. Really? In a few years, yeah, yeah. You don't don't what forget about me. I, I I will not. <laughs> Do you listen? You're you're also a content creator. Do you see yourself in that space? We're gonna be in the same show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. You're claiming it right now. Mac, it just Mac, has to don't make forget sense. what I saw, what I said today. It just has yeah. to make sense. <laughs> it has to make sense, and I like that you're saying that. To your um, character. There was this um, this influencer that um, she's also a comedian, Jessie Wu. Yes. So she she's was from in, Miami. She, yes, and um, I saw her season in Love and Hip Hop. She did one season, and apparently she didn't really like it. Um, she because she really wanted to give a, a real depiction of who she is, what she really do. She didn't want to make stuff up for a show, and I respect that yeah, about her because it's definitely. not easy to mm-hmm. say no to this amount of fame, yeah. additional fame and money, yeah. um, just because you really want to be stay authentic. I think she really wanted to um, focus on her craft, which is music and um, comedy, and she's so good at it. So yeah, sometimes. Who you are as a person can take a back seat. And that's why I say it just has to make sense. I would never want to compromise my integrity. I would never want to be put in a, a space where I'm not able to be true to myself. You don't have to. Or you compromise don't. my morals or yeah. values. Exactly. It's a choice. And I would never want to put myself in a, a, a place where it's demeaning towards self. Yeah. No. Feel that. I, I feel like there's a kind of sickness associated with that, especially with the internet. Where you you see people they're so quick to demean themselves mm-hmm. just for the views mm-hmm. to get recognition, mm-hmm. and cause they can't think of anything else to do. So, like it kind of started back around I don't know how many years ago, like around like uh, like you you remember Boonk Boonk Gang. Why do I? Why do I have some type of? <laughs> it's recollection. Flashback. Of this. Flashback. Or, or like, or like, there was a guy. I forgot what his name was, but like, he had, like, like one of his his uh his gimmicks. He would like go into like random stores and he pretend to be looking for someone. He did this voice. He was like Chris. And then, or like he he would go to Wendy's and like stand on top of the counter and like pour a frosty on him. Uh-huh. That's like stuff that makes the people that like call the police on you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh-huh. And that's what a lot of YouTubers are doing. Yeah. These pranks and stuff. Oh my God! Did you guys see that couple of um, I think it's YouTubers? They did a challenge. I think it was in Target, where the challenge was supposed to like stay overnight. And that's actually And they got illegal. arrested yeah. or something. <laughs> that's yes. actually illegal. Right? Yes. <laughs> yes. So uh, where is this gonna stop? Yeah. Oh, and when I don't know. I, I feel like stop? I'm I feel like I'm up to the challenge. I feel like I And I feel like I isn't it doesn't are. it sound exciting? <laughs> like I'm, overnight I'm a, at in Target. A, and they didn't steal anything though. It was really for the content. <laughs> I'm already thinking about it. 
You just we're doing an episode. I'm trying to think if I had to be overnight in the store, where would I be? Probably. I'm going in home. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if I'm in Target, I'm staying in the home department. I'm staying there all night. Yeah, yeah. I love the home department. I feel like I kill with the place to be. Uh, with the place to be overnight. You'll be in the video games all night. You already got the room set Ooh. up. Best Buy. I'm a gadgets girl. I'm into cameras, all that good stuff. Like the smallest things, like just interest me. Even if it's not specifically a gadget, like. A tripod. I am just fascinated. Like, okay. Best Buy. Like, a, I, I tech, tech, yeah, tech girl. Best Buy is my spot. Like, if we're not talking about high-end stores, like, I go to Best Buy just because. Like, Best Buy is what Target is to There's people. so much fun stuff to look at at Best Buy. Oh, it's just it fun. It's a great time. It's a thrill. <laughs> even, if, even, if you're not buy, even if I'm not buying another camera that I don't need or a tripod or a microphone, <laughs> it's just like, I don't know. It's just something about being in there. It's just like, ah. Uh, so relaxing. That's like, are you, is, are you the type of person, like, no matter what I buy, I can't just buy the first thing I look at. I got to, I got to, like, compare it to death. Oh, my gosh. Listen. Yeah, I don't, I don't like to. I don't to. like that when I'm looking for clothes. Oh, my gosh. Listen, me, my, where you do not want to take me is Ross. I'm crazy. Girl. Ross okay. Crazy. I'm appre- learning to appreciate Ross. I'm Girl. Ross is everything. Did you go to the one in South Beach, Miami? It's the best one. No. Yeah, because there's Midtown. levels to this. <laughs> there's nothing. Go to the one in South Beach. <laughs> yes. Yes, honey. Lincoln Road? Is, no, no. Park, not this one. There. I parked by No, one. not this one. The one on, on like um, Alton and Fifth. We'll go together, honey. Yes. Listen. <laughs> Let's go. Home. Candles. Oh, my gosh. Clothes. And it is... It's better organized than in a lot of Ross. I get my candles from Target. Yeah, you bougie. <laughs> I, go, I like Bath and Body Works. How much is these candles from Target? They're not that bad. How like, much? Like ten bucks. Do you like, like the regular ten, candle ten, price? But ten. But I, I what's like the, the size of the ten dollars ones? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Small. It, it's big. It's Bath big. and Body Works. <laughs> <laughs> Bath and Body Works is where it's at. Can't you refill it there? Yes, yeah. You can. Yeah. And there's one. Um. There's one with eucalyptus. That's my favorite. Yeah. And that's the fragrance that I have in my car. This is our, yes, honey. Our I love eucalyptus. Oh yeah, eucalyptus. And when I walk in Best Buy, I get the feeling that eucalyptus gives me. I saw. <laughs> <laughs> it's like refreshing. <laughs> First time I heard that. <laughs> oh my God. Comparing Best Buy to eucalyptus. It's mind blown. <laughs> Did you know that taking a shower with eucalyptus is a whole experience? Look it up. So apparently, because you know, when you go to like different shops. Well, like with the oils or with no, no, the, 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 bran- the branches. The, the branches? How do you call that? Whatever. Like, you know how you go to stores and they have like just the eucalyptus that you could just buy and take home. Mm-hmm. So that thing, you could actually put it around in your sh- in your shower and with the humidity, it creates some type that of same just aura. Fresh, oh. fresh freshness. Mm. I've seen it on on uh, videos on Instagram. I was like, I have to do this. Interesting. Yes. Oh yeah, this is definitely a thing. I'm looking it up right now. Matt, See, how do you, you how do you know? Such gorgeous black women. What's going on? We need to get into. She this. been wanting to know how we met. We need to get into this. What's going on? I'm 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 in the loop. <laughs> You're in the loop. <laughs> how did you meet? Well, um, actually, Matt knows my hubby Trey. Yeah. 
and their um their buddies, but like what, like gym buddies, music buddies, ray pod buddies. Uh, we started uh working together while I, I was working for him. Uh, yes. when he was at Keys. Yes. So, yeah, I'm just through um just working together they realized they have a lot of common interest um and um among that putting um we do have other people in common like marvel yeah who is my um actual partner um and vcv media shout out to vcb media shout out to marvel shout out to the team um and yeah we just we're creatives we have other creatives in common um marvel came as a guest in your show and then yeah I, I was like, I'm jealous. I want to be here. I miss partying. And I came here and gave them the best show of their whole career. And I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, tra- We tra- vibe like, yeah, yeah, that was a great episode. Yeah. Like Trey actually put me in contact with Marvel back when I first wanted to start the podcast and didn't even know where to start. Because... Marvel is the one who actually helped you with the whole yeah. setup of the here. Because at the time, Marvel was doing the lab podcast mm-hmm. with uh, Trey and Bird and yeah, uh, someone else, Jared, I think. Yeah, Jared. And then, yeah, so Trey's the one that put me down with Marvel. Listen, I remember at some point you and my hubby were talking like you like you was. This his boyfriend or something. <laughs> <laughs> they were talking for hours. Like, yeah, you know, Matt. Yeah, like I was like, who's that? Yeah, it's Matt. Yeah, it's Matt. And like, like super buddies. Like they were Aww. like talking like about creative stuff and just being passionate about it. Yeah, you know, and I like that. You yeah, know? yeah. Cool. I feel like for living in Miami for seven years, I think it's not that easy to necessarily meet people that you will connect on a deep level, on a level of wanting to actually like, even like um, create things together, grow together, like um, being ambitious together, having a common vision. Uh, it's take, take time to connect with, with, with the right people, I want to say. And, um, and I like what you and Trey have going on. Yeah, I've actually been very lucky with, I keep meeting people that that I hit it off with. And, and like, also work in the industry, too, where I meet a lot of yeah. people. Where it's, like, not even people I'm necessarily close with, but just from the nature of what I what do, do. Like, I just know a lot of people at this point. Just at least on, like, a first-name basis. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's, like, now that I think about it, I'd actually, like, kind of known Marvel in passing even before Trey introduced me to him just from Marvel doing his concierge thing and coming to the club with clients. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And listen, I knew Marvel too from the nightlife by because I was going out and I have a lot of promoters, friends who he worked with. And my husband knew him too from the nightlife and we end up doing podcasts. This is, I think there's a lot of beauty in it because uh, we're all like creative beings and we found a way to connect and create something. And I like, like that. Yeah. It's also hard meeting people as an adult. You oh know my what I'm saying? Gosh. Yes, and yeah. genuine people. You yeah. Know? I feel like it, having someone in common kind of greases the wheels. Because when you meet someone the first, for the first time, you know, in like a typical setting, 
you're like you you're gonna be inadvertently standoffish just because there's a lot of unknowns. You can't just open yourself up to strangers. So it kind of it kind of speeds things up when you already have someone in common that you trust that person. So you know some of that trust is residual. So and so when when you have when you have a person in common working as a conduit, you can get closer to people that much faster. Is yeah, uh, I totally understand and value that. That's actually why I think I also like to be actually that person for my friends. Like, I'm the type of person, um, I like that my friends know each other. Like, um, and if you guys can collaborate together, like, I, I like that. Um, I see me and my my friends as like a tribe. And um, I, it's a good thing. Like, for example, you and I, we just met. Don't be surprised if I contact you because I saw that I have another friend who does something that fits with your world or what you do, and I That's put amazing. you guys in That's touch. A yeah, and I realized that it's not normal and natural for a lot of people because people kind of. I'm not selfish with these things. To you me, it's like yourself. if you win, I win. If we know each other and we we share interest, if you're on on the top, I, that means. I can be there too, and that means I'm winning too. Like, you know what I mean? Most definitely. So yeah. And in this, in on this creative journey, it's not easy navigating. You know, there's different challenges, meeting the right people, so staying consistent. Oh, B, can, can, you put, can you put the mic a little closer? Yes, um, I was saying navigating, meeting the the right people, or staying consistent with your craft. It, it's not easy. So anytime that you can find like a like-minded person to connect yeah. with. It's a true blessing. Yeah. Um, so I wonder, like, as someone who is in the radio, um, how do you see yourself uh, in terms of, like, you, your creativity, social media? Is it easy for you to uh, to just, uh, you know, like, create this presence, this online presence? Or is it something that you constantly have to uh, change, question? Well, well one, I'm an overthinker, <laughs> um, but um, being that I have a background in production, mm-hmm. I know how to do everything myself. I know how to shoot. I know how to edit. I know I'm. I know how to be a talent. I know how to write very well. So those gifts I know how to use. But because I'm an overthinker, so I have one thousand ideas in my phone, things that I never brought into fruition because I'm in my own head. And, and great ideas. And then I'll sometimes get upset with myself because I'll have an idea that I wrote down months ago. And I'll go on social media and I'll see a huge rapper or singer do the exact same thing that God told me to do months ago. But that doesn't mean you can't do it. No, absolutely not. But okay. it's, what, it is, what it's saying is stop overthinking and just do the damn thing. But you know what? Because you have it. Your ideas are are amazing. Clearly, this person who's way up here in this world and is on this yeah. on this pedestal playing out in front of the whole entire world, it's good enough for them and God gave you this idea months ago and you didn't do it. So I have all of these ideas. Um it's it's easy for me to create the content. What it what it is, what I get hung up on is consistency. Mm-hmm. And that's the key. I think it's difficult. Um, social media itself make it difficult for us to stay focused on what we want to do, because you just you, you grab your phone in two seconds. You 
watch TikTok and it's like 10,000 videos. Like you just scroll, you just, and it's just so much. You can't, you. I, you I go to check Instagram and I instantly lose 35 minutes of my life. Listen. <laughs> I have to be like, I have to turn the phone off. I'm like, hold up. What the fuck you am I doing? You forget what you want to <laughs> do with your day. Yes. What you're talking about. It sucks you it, it changes how we think, how we perceive things. And uh, and it, and and I, it's not easy no. to, to to keep up with the content uh, while staying authentic, while still doing quality stuff, and yes. while being catchy and yes, and uh, then trying to balance work life and home life, and trying to make sure you have a social life and you're still being fulfilled. It's just like ah, God, <laughs> help me. But um, it's like I'm, I'm already getting anxiety now. It's, it's just so talking much, about it, right? There's so much to do. Just talking about it, but it's so rewarding whenever you post a picture that you were thinking about that you thought was so yeah, dope. Or like when you finally post it. It is like, oh, <laughs> like, you know, it got this many likes. Oh, my gosh. This person received it well. They got it. It's just so gratifying when someone taps into that that vision. That yeah, because at the end of the day, these are platforms that we can use to promote not just what we love, but, you know, um, things we believe in. Uh-huh. I, I look at you as someone who... When I, I look at your page, you you, you are inspiring oh, because thank you. yeah, you're you're living your your life where you're pursuing your dream, you're living your passion, you're doing it with a smile, you're around people who have um you know um years and years of experience in what they do. You you can interview them. It's it's fascinating, and I think that the the, the why social media is dope is because. It's it gives us a platform to be inspired to do better to be. Yes. You were talking about how you tend to overthink. It may not be a bad thing. Sometimes you overthink, you overthink, and then you don't do that thing just now. But you'll do it in like a year or two when it's the better moment when true. you have a better team and you can go further. That is you know true. what I mean? So yeah, that is true. I completely agree. Don't give up. What would you say? Oh no, of course not. And like how we were saying that rewarding feeling is just, you know, when you're doing something that um, fulfills you and that is your purpose. And it's it's so gratifying and it's totally worth it, even worth the overthinking, you know? Exactly. What would you say is your niche? Well, <clears throat> um, it's difficult to your say family. that. family. So it's difficult because I'm, I am naturally a universe of things mm-hmm. um and i would just say entrepreneurship family uh fashion lifestyle lifestyle miami lifestyle mm-hmm. miami. i say i say you do a lot of uh family shoots and yeah and also and, and, you, ha- and you have the um the the kids clothes too right yeah. yeah so um when i when i after having my baby I was just like, I got to do something. What am I going to do? I got to do something. What I want to. And I, I I know how to create a website, e-commerce, like social media management. That's my thing. So I was just like, you know what? <clears throat> Let me just use this time that I'm home nursing. And I I have this crave craving of just being creative. Let me just create something. And I, so that's how Taimani Kids Fashion was born. Um, the brand that I launched. Uh, I allowed me to step into the kids world uh with my son like in the the kids fashion world which is which is amazing um and honestly why it's difficult to define my niche is because i'm not just one thing me as a person yes i'm a mom i'm a wife i'm a queen i'm a sister i'm an entrepreneur i'm a traveler 
I'm a, I'm, I'm a lot of things, and I like. I like that too. Yeah, and I like to use... Some people are very comfortable with one niche and just being one thing at the time, and that's who they are, and that's great. I don't know how to do that. Yep. If I'm going to start posting or talking about fashion after a month... I need to talk about something else. Like, Listen, uh, I completely agree. <laughs> you know, with you. being multifaceted, it mm-hmm. it's not easy navigating in that because you can do so many things and do so many things well. Because I'm also a multi hyphenate, and so it's like, that. uh, but I can do this, but I can do this. I can do radio. I can do TV. I can edit. I can write. I'm like, funny. Um, I can also be serious. So it's like, yeah. oh my gosh, what do I do today? How do I navigate? What layer am I going to show the world today? I think we have to know what we do and why we do it. Mm-hmm. Yo, you know, yo, Brandy, your Instagram videos that you were posting for a while were funny as fuck. Oh, <laughs> like, like, like the one uh, where you was laying on the bed and you you was ghosting someone, right? Oh my gosh, yes, with the text <laughs> messages, yes. Are See, you a comedian? Make, no, no, I'm not a comedian. I'm, yes, I don't know. she's a comedian. No, I'm not a comedian. <laughs> I'm not even funny. I think I'm just like. You're just a humble. regular girl. You're I'm humble. just a regular girl, and I just like talk about like the crazy things and the perspectives that. But we that's have. what was gonna but, make yeah, you. Yeah, I'm not like funny. That's why people are gonna like you, girl, because you're just <sighs> you. That's I, what yeah, works. I think, I think that's what it is. To put it sim- simple, how you just said it, I'm just me. I don't think I'm funny. I'm definitely not a comedian, but <laughs> I just like put out the perspectives of the women or myself that we endure and people relate to it and like, find some. Like, it's definitely authentic because, like, it, it's not even my perspective, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, I, you know, obviously I'm not a woman, but uh-huh. I, I still found it funny. Like, right. I got it. It made sense to me. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I just... I just be Brandy. That's all I can do. That's all I can you do. You just be that girl. <laughs> yes! I love it. <laughs> I got you, sis. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like from from like it's like you say, you're a lot of things, and like just just like a little vid- video like that on your Instagram from top to bottom, like you had to conceptualize, you had to you had to shoot the video, you had to edit the video. Yeah, there was special effects in there. Yeah, people think you just wake up and it's like no, it's a job. It's yeah. a one hundred percent full time job. Especially when you start editing, and it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. And when you want to add some special stuff, it's not just like straight. Like usually I'm going to throw in some type of graphics on this, you know, just not going to keep a, a straight laced edit. And it's like, ah, oh, that takes time. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. Editing is a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. It is. But yeah, human beings are complex creatures. And no, no one says you have to box yourself in. Mm-mm. Society and will make you feel like that, though. Like, like that. That's one thing. Even, even people at the top, like Kanye West, mm-hmm. can yeah. feel can feel boxing. You remember when he was first branching out to designing clothes mm-hmm. and all the backlash he would get? Yep. And For sure. Yep. It, it like I th- I feel like it's very much part of that mentality too. That it's kind of, it's kind of like parallel, like in lockstep with it. Uh, you remember, like, when that Fox News host was talking about LeBron James when he was... Uh, shut up and dribble. Yeah, shut up and dribble. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like People want you to just be one thing, but it's like, why? When I when I have layers. If if you are just one thing... It's fake. That's fine. If you if that's all... That's what yeah. you can do. That's what you have to offer. Walk in that. There's no problem with that. However, if someone 
has several skills or several talents. Don't crucify them for working each of them. Sounds like it's coming from a place of insecurity to me. Because why would you be? Why would you have a problem with someone having more skills? It's actually better, unless you f- you see it as a threat. If you see my skills as a threat, I could understand why it, it would bother you. You know, but um, yeah, like you know, gotta be comfortable with yourself. Yeah, most definitely. No. Whether you have one gift or, or four or five. Something in the Bible and I don't know what book it's from. But um, just something that, that sticks with me. God gave three guys um, gifts. One of them had like five, one had six, and one of them was given one. And two of them went back and multiplied them. Mm-hmm. And one of them, he just buried his gift. And God was upset with him. It's the only time in the Bible where you hear that God says that he, he was, he hated, he hated him. And it's because he buried his gift. And I feel like when you, when you don't take advantage of the God given gifts that he gives you, whether it's one, five or six, you're not, you're not fulfilling your purpose. You're not fulfilling your destiny. And totally. So, and so even if you do have one gift, you own that gift and you hone it, bury and you, it and you walk in it. Even if it's just one, no matter if the next person has six, you own your one, mm. you know? So I That's just feel, deep. I like that. I just feel we all have purpose and um, whether it's one, five or six gifts, just own it. What's your purpose in life, Matt? The podcast. Ooh, okay. That's good. You said that very quickly. You didn't even have to think about it. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm kind of like grown comfortable with, uh, the idea of uh, being a potter. Mm-hmm. Okay. What about you, Brandy? I think my purpose is to be a media maven, a media mogul. Media uh, maven. Maven. I, I do believe that. I've been hearing this word maven, maven. So what does maven mean, though? As in like someone goddess? who, <laughs> not a goddess. It sounds like maven, like goddess. It's, it's, <laughs> it's someone who knows how to navigate their, their realm Yes, and completely own and walk in it and master. I'm it. about to use that world. Yes. I'm a maven. I'm a marketing yes. maven. That's right, girl. Yes, that's right. You own it, queen. Woo. So yeah, I see myself. I think that's what my purpose is <laughs> to be um, a media mogul, media maven. I like that. Like really dominating television. Don't forget Which, about me. <laughs> listen, you don't forget about me. <laughs> I see yes, you, girl. It's really dominating television. Don't forget about me. <laughs> <laughs> I got you, man. You don't forget about me. <laughs> but yeah, television, writing, producing, um, editing, radio, now radio. So it's just like I just see myself really just dominating the entire media space and not and really you will. myself. Yeah. So how do you guys meet? Uh, we went to high school together. Matt was um, a demon child. (laughs) What? (laughs) Oh, my God. I want to know the story. We had had Spanish class together, and Matthew was one of the the bad ones. Yeah, getting kicked out of class. One of the worst. You was rebel. But, yes, but it wasn't like, you know how some people try, like, to be funny or anything? It wasn't forced. Like, it was just like, no, this is just naturally him. He's just naturally d- being disruptive without trying. And our our teacher did not like it. 
<laughs> and you were and you I, look I, like I you were a good girl. I was school. the good one. Yes, I was yes. Good one. I was the good in one in the front. Yes. in the front row. I was oh, the good yeah. one who hung with <laughs> the bad ones. And it's like, don't get tainted. But um, you were smart. <laughs> you were having all the fun while keeping the good exactly. grades. Yeah, yes. that was me. I was in on all of the fun, but I kept the good grades. And Matt, I was there for a good time. And Matt definitely delivered. Every class. Interesting perspective on you, Matt. <laughs> Interesting. That, that that's like that's like a, imagine Brandy like like uh that uh did you ever watch Glee? Mm-hmm. Like Brandy would like you know good student cheerleader <laughs> like 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 that's a <laughs> I can see that first row. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then there's Matt. Yeah, in the back, late. <laughs> were you Matt? Were you late? Sometimes I didn't even go. Drawing <laughs> drawing shrooms on his on he, his Matt would just sit there. Table with um white white how do you call that thing? White tape thing. Uh you you remember the scantrons? Yes. That's that's like some sometimes I would just fill out the bubbles so they would spell out expletives. Oh my gosh, man. <laughs> I believe you. I was even being bad on the low. I believe you. Listen, if you guys know each other from from that long, that that means you guys are like like real real friends because yeah, the friends who know you from these years, they're like yeah, they saw ninth the growth. grade, not even like twelfth grade, ninth grade. Yeah, they saw the I was growth. 14. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Dope. Time flies. Yeah, for real, right? That's crazy, Matt. We we would have been out of high school in ten years next year. I would. I was just thinking about that uh, like a few weeks ago. It feels like we just graduated, C- right? Because <laughs> it, it kind of crossed my mind. I was like, "How do high school reunions work?" Yeah, like, it's, it's like what? Are what do they, you do? Are they going to Are they going fi- <laughs> to find me? Like, what do you <laughs> on do? Facebook. How do I know when it's coming? What do I wear? Who's <laughs> going? Who's going? Like, <laughs> so do you guys have other friends like from like that that time that you guys still keeping up with or? From Persico's class, well, one was my cousin. She also got in trouble with Matt a lot of the time. Carlos, who was also... She'd be putting all your business out. (laughs) Carlos, who was also a guest. Um, I think that's pretty much... Oh, and I also keep in contact with Lou. He also was in our class. His name is Lucian. He and Matt were like the two... They were always in cahoots together. So, (laughs) yeah. I I would say... in, In Kitty. Remember Kitty? Oh, yeah, Kitty. Yeah. So I, from time to time, I keep in contact with her. But um, that was our, that was pretty much our group, right there. And, and Michael Doc. And uh, and Keith. I forgot about him because he, he wasn't in our class very much, was he? Well, he didn't go to class much. Oh, okay, but he was there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was enrolled. <laughs> he was enrolled. That's what school was that? Coral Gables. You come. Coral Gables. Man, I can't believe it's been almost 10 years. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. You guys look pretty young. I mean, that's 10 crazy. years. Yeah, I, I still feel pretty young. You are. You are. Yeah. How old are you? Uh, 27. Oh, you're a baby. Oh, my gosh. I'm the eldest here. You know what? I'm out. I'm leaving. Bye. Oh, please. Bye. <laughs> don't. Don't you dare. Well, you know what? I just want you to know that after 30, alcohol is not going to be the same. <laughs> going out is not going to be the same. Nothing. Is going to be the same. You both talked about the nightlife. What is it that you enjoy or enjoyed about the nightlife? 
can go first. <laughs> you said you, did you say you met your husband? Yes, actually. That's so a pl- that's a, a pro. Yes, <laughs> and you know what? I used to go out all the time, but always telling my girls like, one thing I know is that the man of my life, I'm not gonna meet him in the club. I say that all the time, and that's where I met the man of uh-huh. my life in the club. <laughs> so sweet. How funny, right? Right. But uh, he was working, so yeah. Um, just it just has a stigma like nightlife. My my husband is in the club. Yeah, and he was. I'm, yeah, I, I'm like I'm 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 better than this. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like y'all's uh y'all's song should be love in this club. <gasps> I played that club. today. Oh my god! <laughs> yes, I played that today on the radio. And I was listening on to it on ninety nine jams. I was. I was. Yes. And the girl was like, "That was that used to be my jam," and I was like, "Me too." That was me. Well, that was you. Yes. Life. <laughs> this morning, this morning, there was I was listening. Yes! But girl, I promise. I said me too, girl. That was me, and I was song, I was singing. I wanna make love in this club. It was oh around 10, 10, 11. Or? Yes, I yes, was there. I from told you nine to two this morning. Girl, listen, you better we. We in touch. You text me. I I listen to you. I support. Like oh, I post you in my stories. Like I love Nine Nine Gems. No, oh, no, this is serendipity. Yeah. Hey, yes. Listen, you a maestro over here. You did your magic. You did. You did. That that was like it was like something in my brain was like, this is a good idea. When I look at her and I look at me, I just want to know like, what's your type of girl? Oh, that's a good. Boom. Oh, <laughs> listen, listen, because I'm going to put this out here. Matt has always gravitated around the black people, even in high school. So, and then look, here we are on this couch. So, we want to know, what's up? What's your style? What's your taste? What's, what's, you may, you what really, you like? You really swung that around on me. I like see me? You, see, you didn't you see me coming. You can't call me off balance. You, see, you didn't see me coming. <laughs> get, your, get your ground. Stand up. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't really have a type, okay. per se. You give me that vibe like you don't have a type. I feel like he'd he be vibing, though, with souls. You're more more like a connect mm. type of guy, no? Uh, you have a type, then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, catch, what catches your eye? Tall, short? Um, The hair, the shape. Yes. Like, literally, what catches my eye? Yeah. Boobies? <laughs> I knew it! Listen, when he, he had like some type of flip with his eyes, left, right, left, right. I was like, oh, he's going to talk about the boobs. He's going to talk about the boobs. <laughs> Do you like tall girls, short girls? It doesn't matter. Because you're pretty tall yourself, so it doesn't matter. You know, I've actually, because I'm I'm, I'm, a, I'm 6'1", and like I've, I've actually dated uh, 5'11 and 5 foot. Oh wow! I think it's cute—a super short girl with like a super tall guy. I think that is so cute too. I think it's cute. Why is it so cute though? Why do, why do we, <laughs> us women, yeah, we're short? Why would we? Like? Why, why, why are we like? Oh, I don't want him short, but he's he's taller but than you. Short too. Short but too. you're short. <laughs> I do that, and I was like, uh, I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with us sometimes. <laughs> I feel like that's coming from. Just us women, we want to feel protected. I think so. We want to feel like the guy got us. Yes. And so maybe the size is like... The damsel in distress. He don't need to talk. I know he got me, but he don't. But yeah. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> you still have not said much though, man. <laughs> yeah. uh, we're waiting. I'm a, well, First of all, do you have a girlfriend? 
I'll be asking all the questions. I, 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 I have a podcast. <laughs> so you do not have a girlfriend. So this takes up all my free time. I believe you. And is it a good thing for you or no? Uh, yeah, it's a good thing. Cause I'm, I'm a joint. Like I literally, cause you know, like it takes time to date. You gotta, it's like, like literally, it's an investment. It's like a business, to be honest. It is dating to me is like a business. I agree, especially if you're doing it seriously, like with the person, like that person be shares a lot, start to share a lot with your life yeah. and stuff. So yeah, I get it. Yeah, but just, but just even like the preliminary. And oh, getting to know each other and stuff? Yeah. And then even when you pass that stage again and know, like, you know, when, you know, the, when, when commitment starts coming, like, it's, it's literally like a, like a time thing. So you don't, are you not a, a one-woman type of person no, with the commitment? No, 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 no. Like, I'm just saying, like, right now, any, like, when I do have actual, like, free time, I'm not even thinking about doing anything with anybody else. It's just you just want to relax. Yeah, I just want to do absolutely nothing. Don't do you believe that one day you can just find that girl that you can do nothing with? Yeah. But but so so that's like also too so I like like right now like I'm more prone like every now and then like I'll I'll like go I'll ha- hang out with my ex. Okay. Oh, what? Ooh. Can you be friends with an ex? Oh. We said the what? ex. You said the big word. Can you be friends with an ex? And how long was the relationship? Be uh, before that, girl, we need to know how long. I don't was know the if I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> like, once we over that, was it a long relationship type of ex, or was it? Something? Well, well, well. Like when I said hang out, like I, I didn't, I didn't mean as friends. Sleep together. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, okay. We got. That. I mean, I got that part. But <laughs> oh no, I was literally thinking like they like out, chilling, oh, just yeah. vibing. <laughs> but like, but like that's because like, is is one of those things it's where familiar. it's not even that's familiar. It's just back to the time thing where like all that preliminary stuff is already like done. Oh yeah, we know who we know who we are. Do yeah. you feel like you'll ever get back together? No. Oh, so it's just for that. Yeah, it's it's like uh, that part works. Let's just focus on that. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like too much shit already happened. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but not that much shit though because all the shit still. Well, like it was, possible. it was, it, <laughs> like it was that much shit. But then, like some time passed. Mm, I don't know the way you're talking now. Together. You see that face, girl? They're gonna end up back together. Yeah, I no. feel like it's part not. of you still. Part of you still there, man. It's like, oh, cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a hell no, Yo, you remember when we talk- <laughs> You remember we talking about the Johnny Depp trial earlier? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> You're Johnny Depp. <laughs> and you was talking about the, the pooping in the bed? Yeah. That almost happened to me. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess that did. Okay. Okay, I see. Okay. So. But that's, um, yeah, like, obviously, like, she's going to go nameless but um yeah for sure we're not gonna do that like it was, it was one of those things like it was it was a bad situation what is the worst thing that oh, but you, wait wait, wait. and sorry. like there she was she would like i'm gonna shit on your bed huh <laughs> like like to get back at you yeah like it was, oh my it was one of those big arguments type thing and it just so happened like she had come out the shower what and then no i don't believe you Matt, is she gonna be mad at you for talking about 
I think she, she, she didn't say name. Where, where people, where? but people who know you and know her know it's her. But we're already an hour in. Like that's you. why I'm saying, like you know, I'm just looking out for you as a friend. That's why I'm like, man, are you, are you sure you want to continue? That's why I'm like, man, you can stop now. So you like she come now. out the shower, so like she all she had was the towel line. Oh, he wants to continue. And then, <laughs> and then I'm kind of nosy. I want to know. And then the towel came off. You know, she's on top of the bed, like you know, like ye- yelling whatever. No, she's like, I'm gonna take a shot in your bed. Then I'm gonna sit on the couch. And then she's there for like a couple of seconds. <laughs> it's so funny. That's why that's why I remember it. And she said, she said, You're lucky I already took a shit today. Because oh. <laughs> I can't shit right now. Oh, oh. my God. So <clears throat> did you guys talk about that after the moment? Because maybe she just said that in the moment. You think she was dead ass? Oh yeah, she's kind of crazy. Oh. So you like crazy? No, I don't like it. I don't. I don't like it. <laughs> you sure? You sure? Yeah. You want kids? Uh, I don't not want them. You don't no, not want what? them. Look, like that my, my brain like tilts. <laughs> I don't, don't like, not want them. <laughs> what is you don't that? have a problem with them? <laughs> They're cool. <laughs> you well, give me like like you like kids. You don't like kids? No, yeah, like kids are cool. Like uh, like I got a godson. Um, you have a godson, all. But it's it's like the same thing. It's like the podcast. It's like it's like there, there's no room in my life. Like I don't even I only have have room in my life for a significant for other right dream, now. Like yeah, I agree. I'm in that same position because you're 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 driven by your dream. You want to see it. Yeah, I, I feel you. And it's good. Like that. This situation is for a kid is when uh, you have your partner and then you know you have a family, you build a home, you're settled, and so like I, I, so like it's not that. I don't want kids. Is that like that's so? It's just a now thing. It's not. Yeah. It doesn't make sense now. Yeah, basically. I'm in that same position. Like I want six kids. How many kids do you have? You just have just one. one. Yeah. Are you done? Honestly, six. Two? Yeah, and two? I'm like, oh my god, two. I should have started like 50, <laughs> fifty years ago. But um, but it's like, don't worry. I once you once you have too. one, you you that number is gonna change. Everyone says that, but I, I would really like a minimum of four. But six, Aww. like I love That's children. Beautiful. I want a huge family. But Aww. it's like, I know I have things that I still want to do, and I know like, if I were to have a child, my entire focus would be on the child. Trust me. And so it's like, um, I would want to. I don't want to. I'm not ready to make that shift just yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I had my son at 33, and I think um, it was a. I was prepared. It was a decision. It was something um, planned, um, intended. So I have no regrets, and I have enjoyed my life. And that's a good thing. Traveled, living in different countries. Children, your thirties, you know yourself. Oh yeah, like, you know yourself. Yeah, like and I I've think dated different guys. Like I know what I like, what I don't like, what I want, what I don't want, and also um, I'm fine with. For example, you see how I used to go out all the time and stuff. Uh, the first time I, I, I think I probably went to, to a club for the first time in my life. I was 14. So from 14 to 34, that's like 20 years of fun, which means that now that I'm, if I can't go somewhere because I have to be with my son, I'm so fine with it. Yeah. I'm so okay. I, I don't lose anything mm-hmm. because I have explored. I have You've done that. Yeah. And that's what I want to make. And that's also something I want to make sure that I've tapped into those 
facets of life that I do find important. Like I would like to travel more before I have children still go out and have a good time party. I still want to, I still want to do that. I still want to be able to have that, that social life, that thriving social life before I make that shift. And I find that when people have children in their thirties, especially women, they are more comfortable and at peace leaving that, that former season behind. Mm -hmm. And I, I want that. Yeah, that that's like uh like I don't I don't even really give him much thought, but like that makes everything that that you're doing tomorrow like even that much more impressive that you're doing what you're doing and you have a kid. Mm-hmm. It ain't easy though. Um ideally for my life to be great, I would have to be up every day at four in the morning. So I have time for me before being there for my son. And and having to actually start the day, it's it's a challenge. Um, and also, you go through a lot of question because you, you, it's like trying to do a full like several full time jobs. You know, uh, it it's, it sounds almost impossible. You know, because being a mom is a full time job. Being an entrepreneur is a full time job. Content you know what I'm creating. Saying? Oh my god! I'm a content creator. It's like entrepreneur slash content creator. It's a lot of layers of uh, me just being depleted on s- in so many dip- different ways. But I have passion. Um, I nothing is gonna stop me though from you know pursuing those dreams, going where I want to go. I didn't came to this country to to do the minimum, you know. So if you have your drive, you you know why you're doing things. You have your why. My son is probably an additional job, but it's also a, a bigger why for me. So, right. you know. So sweet. <laughs> yeah, that, that's like, I remember cause I, I was raised by a single mother. And, like, I remember, like, like I was always in the aftercare program at school. Mm-hmm. And, like, I would be, like, the last one there every day. And she'd come pick me up and then take me back to the office. And, like, I'd be there with her in the office at, like, 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. And then we go home. Mm-hmm. And that was like your life, yeah. But that, that was like as as I got older and you realize you and I learned more things about my mom as like a person. Mm-hmm. That's like before she had me, like she was in college, uh, like she was gonna get her doctorate, and she had between uh, college and full time job and a kid. She by herself, she realized she could only do two. So she stopped pursuing her education to do those two things. And it's, we're talking about that thing, guys, but I'm telling you, for someone who actually had a baby, it's crazy. I'm thinking about my grandmother who had 11 kids. Like My grandma had 15. Like what? Like from both sides, like 9 and 11 or 11 and 13, but it's just crazy. And I'm, 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 I'm very respectful, especially now that I, actually have a son i'm so respectful and 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 honestly like kudos to all the, the single moms like oh my God. i'm blessed to have a king and long live to long life to him but it's i don't know how i would do it without him i guess i i would do it you know yeah. you, you gotta do what you gotta do but it's it just hard. makes it that much easier yeah. to have a support i partner. see and value like the importance of a partner, like for, yeah. sh- for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> Agreed. Shout out to your mom. 
Mm-hmm. Shout out to her. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I'm glad I turned the heat off of me. <laughs> See how we kind of like, we were, we were coming Strong with the question. You were smooth too, girl. Yeah, yeah. You see, I you was caught him off guard. I, I was, was very I much off guard. You I started sliding, girl. I started smooth. <laughs> but did you see how I continued like that? And it was like, ooh, ooh, mm-hmm. ooh, no, no, let's just stop it. God, I'm put him on skates. <laughs> but that's what I want to see. You know, I feel like us women, we bring that to the table, to that feminine energy. Mm-hmm. You know, this different type of conversation. Yeah, you know, I agree. That different aspects uh-huh. of Matt. That yeah, because you know usually he's just I'm here with the boys just talking his stuff. Man, this is the first podcast I haven't had a chance to make a dick joke, a fart <laughs> joke. Listen, okay, I got another question. <laughs> I got another question, and it's not personal or anything, but but not too personal. But what what? <laughs> but it is. But just like in general, you as a man, what do you find that makes a woman sexy? Is it like her Ooh, smile, her like conversation, that. just in general, like the as boobs. a man. <laughs> what is it that you find <laughs> that makes a woman sexy? Like, oh wow, like it's something about her. Like for me, like it's hard to say like hypothetically, like one thing. Cause I feel like it it could be different things for different people. You know what I'm saying? Like I might say that one thing. But it doesn't apply to this woman, but she's still super sexy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I feel like you're asking me like beyond just like the physical traits. Yeah, like it can be maybe confidence, or it could be smile, it could be intellect, it could be the way she walks. It doesn't. It can be physical. It could be the walk. It could be the talk. How you see she interacts with other people, or it can be her face, think- her eyes. What? Yeah, that's that's why I said that I feel like you're attracted to more like souls or people, like more beyond just like how you look, mm-hmm. you know. But then I also think that men in general are just easily attracted to any kind of girl. She doesn't need to be like have a pulse. <laughs> have, yeah, she I think even need to have. She abs. just needs to breathe. That's a uh, have a pulse. Uh, I I would say right now I would say I would say maturity and and the reason why I say that is because especially working at the club I see I see people from all walks of life yeah you do beautiful gorgeous yeah I like I've literally seen every shape and size Mm mm-hmm on all the spectrums, you know what I'm saying? And um and and there's also females that I'm fr- that I'm friends with. Mm-hmm. And I also see a lot of uh you know like you were saying earlier like like you didn't want to come off as like a groupie type. Mm-hmm. That's like I see a lot of those, you know what I'm saying? Mhm. Women who don't necessarily value you for who you are, but what you can bring to them. Or like not even that, but just kind of, and like for men and women, like like sloppy. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's like there, like 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 there could be a girl that's super fucking hot, mm-hmm. but she's also like a hot mess. Mm-hmm. 
And that's like seeing that girl like side by side with someone else that's like well composed. That's kind of like yeah, like well composed. Like I what's like seeing a side by side for that. It, it's kind of like um. That's like even if this girl were talking to me. That's like I wouldn't take her seriously. Not not even take her seriously. It's it's like it would it would it would come off as like like embarrassing like for the people around me to see me taking this girl seriously. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I didn't know guys were like that. Yeah, I didn't think y'all cared about maturity. I know, like I was thinking more so, like even if it's not necessarily the physical, it would be something like confidence or and something that. But I never even thought about maturity. Need- so you find sexiness as maturity, maturity as sex. Yeah, most definitely. Oh, yeah. I don't. Uh, it's hard for me to to even view men as being judged for the type of women they would pick or choose or date. I feel, I don't feel like men are really judged for that. I feel like um a guy can be seventy and date a young twenty years old. She's the one who's going to be judged, not her. Not yeah, him. that that is how that goes. <laughs> you know, that's how it goes. Because when you were saying, like, yeah, they won't take you seriously, like, is it really true? Like, if, like, the, 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 the richest guys, they pull up with, like, the, the, the greatest bimbos, and they're not judged for it. It's actually seen as, like, oh, you're successful, you're good, you're amazing. Yeah, you're that guy. You, you're that guy. Mm-hmm. No, I, 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 I've definitely seen different calibers okay. of of, calibers. Bim, of of bimbo mm, okay and have you ever dated a bimbo Ooh. uh <laughs> no i don't think so okay when would you be open to it you said you like boobs <laughs> 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 but date like go out or or date like go steady both, why not? Whichever, yeah. Go out, yeah. Go out, daylight, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Take her to brunch, like, mm-hmm. no. Yeah, you know if the the, the vibe, is yeah, right. the vibe is right. Okay. I'm still stuck on the two cent maturity. Is what you find sexy? Like that never crossed my mind. I went down a list and I didn't even think about. You know what I think? I think that men are much more um, concerned about their their safe space not being violated by us women than dating a woman who is mature enough to respect their space, to also respect them as men and stuff. I think men men value that, though. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not just about, oh, she's beautiful. It's also about how does she make me feel as a man? Uh, no, I agree. Well, that like I would say, I probably value that more now than I did, just because I've I've like opened myself up, you know, like my safe space to, and, and you know, it uh, it it went from being a safe space to turmoil. You know what I'm saying? Why turmoil? Okay, it was um. Cause like I, cause like I, um, 
I just found like uh, this girl like super attractive. You know what I'm saying? Like super fucking hot. And so I kind of I kind of put the blinders on mm-hmm. to anything else. Okay. And in the end, that 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 ended up being a mistake. Why? Because you you know you know like how they say like red flags. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if I had if I had paid attention to them, mm-hmm. you know th- things oh, might okay. things might have gone a different way. Yeah. And so like as a result of that, like I, I put. You know, there's there's things I, I prioritize more now than I would have before. So do you think that um, having more options allow you to to date better? Hmm. Yeah, I, I feel like that definitely applies. Mm-hmm. And, you know, cause like I'm, 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 I'm like I'm like a pretty average guy, you know what I'm saying? So I don't think so. Thank you. I was trying to see if you were trying to flex your muscle when you said it. I'm yeah, yeah, average yeah. guy. But you were actually just. I, I, didn't, I didn't have the camera on me. I'm a That's what I thought you were doing. Average. I was like, man, okay, man, feeling this. That was 2022. But, <laughs> but that's a, like, I think, I think you see like the extremes of like not having options, uh, like manifest and like, with the incels, you know what I'm saying? Cause, cause like when you don't have options, you're gonna be more prone to taking whatever whatever's available to you. Yeah, mm-hmm, 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 most mm-hmm. definitely settling. It's true. It's true. And then, so but but when you but when you do have options, so that like you you know you can like not be picky at all, and like that that and then that's you know that's the type of person mm-hmm. like fucking everybody. Yeah. Do you feel like working in nightlife and seeing the type of women be with these men, has that had an effect on your taste or like what you like expand your horizons of what's out there? I feel like I'm numb to a lot of stuff because I've seen so much crazy shit. Crazy shit you, you saw that you can remember now. Well, just like the two craziest things I've seen of all time, I've I've seen someone get stabbed, and I've I've seen someone uh, shit and vomit simultaneously. Ooh. Oh my god! No way! That's crazy. <laughs> Where was it? Eleven? <laughs> no, it was by Se- Senior Frogs. Oh my oh. god! You know Senior Frogs? Yes, I'm Senior Frogs. <laughs> it was like right outside. <laughs> Really? That's like you work used to work at Senior Frog? Yeah, that's uh Trey Trey put me on Senior Frog. What year is this? Two thousand before COVID. I wanna say this is the beginning of 2019. Yeah. Oh, that's recent. The last time I went to Senior Frogs <laughs> probably was like um 2015, 14, maybe. Well, I, I didn't I didn't know it was about you, Brandon. You was going out to Senior Frogs? Yeah. <laughs> I was, okay, so like, you I've only been twice. Only been twice, but yeah. Uh-huh. But like in in terms of, it's it's totally different. Uh, being sober, mm-hmm. and like an alcoholic situation. That's like first of all, like when I'm sober, like I've gotten to the point where if someone's drunk, they just automatically are annoying as fuck to me. <laughs> That's like I've I've dealt with so much shit that it's different, and I, I don't drink. The, I, I probably drink 
like two times a year. Wow. You, so you, you don't never do get drunk. And you work at nightlife. This is amazing. Yeah. And like I He's smart. I'm actually the minority. Like most people in nightlife get are drink. fucked up every night. Yeah. Even people who work there. It, it's, no. Especially the, they put the people that work there. Yeah. And um You're one of the smartest ones. Who's gonna live longer? <laughs> Hello. All right, so this was like a few weeks ago, right? And I, I, I was with my boy, and this lady's leaving, and she's fucking talking about whatever the fuck. And um, I was showing my boy, like, this old picture. And then Kawa's like, the look old picture. I'm like, man, what a great head of hair, man, you know, because, like, I'm bald now. And she's like. I want to ask you about going bald, too, later. Uh-oh. And, and she's like, <laughs> what happened to your hair? And. I didn't answer right away. I didn't know how to answer that because, you know, man going bald is like Got you, taboo. Did you go bald by choice? Or like you shaved your head or you just started going bald? I'm, I'm, I'm the real deal. Oh. <laughs> no, but no, but it's like male pattern baldness is like a known thing, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like it was an odd question. She's like, what happened to your hair? This is someone you knew. No, it was just no, a random she, lady. Yeah, yeah. And then before I could say anything, she was like, did, she was like, uh, was it COVID? <laughs> what? <laughs> you said, what? You said, how'd you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Who told you? And then it's like, if you say some shit like that to me, like automatically, like my pain of you just like goes to zero. And she was like, beautiful. No, no. Like she was, I mean, uh, she was like, I don't know. Uh, she's she's funny. Like, she was, I don't know. <laughs> but, um. New comment. And then like, I was like, I was by the bar a few weeks ago, and this guy was talking to me. Also, like drunk people, man, they, they, they love to talk. I mean, when, when I'm when I'm drunk, I love to talk. Like, he's a talking, 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 and then he's like, he's like, let me ask you something. Mm. <laughs> he's like, you wash your towels, right? You hang up a towel, it's clean. You take a shower, you dry yourself. Does the towel get dirty? And I'm like, yeah, eventually. Oh my God. And I he's like, <laughs> he's like, but you're clean. Why is the towel get dirty? Oh my God. And I'm like, I'll be I'm like, bro, like you want me like break it down? Like that skin? Like, I don't know. He's like, no, but the towels, you're clean. You're at the shower. Why is the towel getting dirty? Like he was, I would be pissed. I'm like, saying the get same out of my thing presence. Over and over again. <laughs> out of my presence. <laughs> but yeah, I did want to ask you about going bald. Well, yeah, going bald. You didn't shave your head bald. No. Were you like paranoid? Like, oh my gosh. Uh, reveal I, myself to the world. Were you like saying like, oh my gosh, I'm I'm young and I'm going. You're so dramatic. I'm over it. Okay. Oh, I so see. I thought you had. Dramatic. When you say you were bald, I thought you were like. Girl, had a I thought it was like, I'm done. No, I'm so uh, done. When you were starting to talk, Matt, I was like, when did Matt become bald? Like, what happened? Isn't that your Instagram name? <laughs> what the bald, are you talking about? The bald bambino. You're embracing it. You're, you're not shying away I'm from embracing it. it. You look great. Also, always, I'm I'm too lazy to shave my head on on a constant basis, so it's just kind of like this. So you just let it be like that. Yeah. <laughs> Did you wake up one morning like, oh my god, I'm going bald? Or it, it was like gradual, the thinning of the hairline, mm-hmm. and then to the point where I had like, the only thing I had left was like a strong widow's peak, mm-hmm. and so instead of like, no, here was the turning point for me because I still had, like, the hair. You know what I'm saying? 
and I know it's a thinning over here, so you know I comb it this way, and I'm like, okay, I'm having a good hair day, right? Uh huh. You know, this was after the senior frogs, uh-huh. and me and my boy would go to the corner store, and you know how in the corner store they got the uh, they got all the cameras, and then they have the TV screen like right behind the counter. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at a camera angle, looking down on my head, <laughs> and sorry. This was on a day that I was having a good hair day. <laughs> and I saw I saw my head and it's it just good. like skin, skin, skin. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? Like I'm walking around looking like that? Is that what you were thinking? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I still had, at that point, I still had the widow's peak. Mm-hmm. So I told my barber, I said, look, this is my last chance to have a hairstyle. Okay? I want a mohawk. Because I, I had the middle, I had the middle. Man. So then, Man. so then before I went bald, I had a mohawk for like a year and a, and a couple months. You're like, these are my last year. And it was amazing. I wish I had done it so much sooner. Like when I had a mohawk, like mohawk Matt was on some shit. He was like, Listen, I need I gotta to take see a picture of mohawk Matt. Yeah. Okay. Because I don't, I will not believe you. Did I meet you? <laughs> mohawk I Matt. That. Yeah, it's funny. I'm looking you do, up. Do you go through like some like sort of like um, depression or do men not care about hair like that? Uh, I, I feel like, uh, I mean, there's probably like vain men mm-hmm. that care about it. But no, nah, I mean, like I got over it. It doesn't bother me. Well, also, too, like people always tell me I have a great shaped head. So I got that going for me. Yeah, that's good. That's good because there are some weird shaped heads. But there's, I know someone in the nightlife that, so like right now he has the... Um, I didn't even know he was bald. I just thought he kept his hair short. He has the the tattoo, the do 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 the dots. Oh, really? Yeah. And he's actually going see. This is something that bald people talk about. Uh, so Turkey is the place to go to. Yep. For the hair transplant. Implem- in, yep. Transplant. Yep. Like I think I think that's where like Tiger. Like yeah, like Floyd and May, uh, like Floyd and uh, Tory Lanez and them went. Oh, really? I think it was Ooh. Turkey. Apparently, Turkey's the go-to it's place. The, yeah, it's definitely the go-to place for that. I would I never think that, that Turkey is the place for cosmetic surgery. You would be surprised, my uh, love. Yes. You would be surprised. Most definitely. <laughs> I but, am surprised. Yeah, my buddy, he's going, he's going like next month, he's going to Turkey. Mm. And, and I'm excited. I'm going to see him with some hair. Wait, are you thinking about going to Turkey, too? I, I don't care that much. <laughs> Do you, like, wear hats a lot? Do you find yourself, like, when you were going ball, like, I got to wear I d- a hat? I didn't want to be that person because there like was a guy <laughs> back when I had hair. Th- there was this guy. I think his name was, like, Steve. And since the time I met him, he had a hat on every single time. At was, the club? It, no, no. Like, this was someone <laughs> I, I knew around the Grove, around Sandbar. Uh-huh. I never saw him without a hat. Until one day, he happened to take it off. And so, like, it seemed like he had hair because it was like, you know, he had the side. But it was, his hair was, like, kind of long, you know what I'm saying, on the side. And, I mean, he took his hat off. And just, like, the top of his head was just, like, nothing. It was only the sides. <laughs> and it looked so bad <laughs> seeing him like that. It was one thing, like, if you know someone was bald, you seen with a hat, you seen without a hat, whatever. Right. But it was, I, so I said to myself, I can never be that guy <laughs> that's hiding the, with the hat. And uh-huh. this is how your trauma started. Like, sometimes on, like, sunny days, like, I, I'll make sure I wear a hat because, you know, I get a little, get a little sunburn. Yeah, get hot out there. 
That's cool though. That's cool. You own it. I always wondered like if men. I see a lot of more and more videos of just men getting like hair transplant or just fake hair, like just extensions, all kind of stuff. Yeah, now they have the male weave. Yes, it's like you pretty much have wig. And now Japanese, but like carpet turf. Did you see those videos of Japanese people turning their hair into like dreads or nappy hair? Yeah, yeah, it's like oh, we're doing like you know, you know, it's like (laughs) we're trying to get there. Like it's like you know, (laughs) black people were like. Laughed at for all all their lives for this, and um, people are now but going I, to go buy but it. But I think it's fantastic and fascinating. Like, it's like it's just it's it's just it's just funny how we make our life so harder as humans. Like, oh, I want to be like that. I'm like this, but I want to be like that. You know, it's like just keep it simple because this other person is also looking up to you in ways. Yeah, and then uh, especially as black people, you know, we're taught like everything about us is wrong. Your skin is wrong. Your body is the wrong. Hair. The way you speak your language, your slang, your swag, your style is wrong. But then now you see how America has just marketed off. And it's like, yeah. actually, I was born right. <laughs> there are actually um, white. There's a white girl who speaks like a like 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 slang. Like, like they, she has people, like an accent. People practice. Like you, you can tell people like who practice. Yeah. Like where it's forced. And it's like I remember like. The braids, you know how we wear we wear braids. Yeah. Now you see everyone wearing braids, and it's like if you wore braids, like people will look at you crazy or make you feel that it's unprofessional. Or even as a child growing up, it's it's not acceptable. But yeah. now you see people doing it. Or it's even like, dreads, like yes. where, oh, I, I'm I'm from the Caribbean. I, I had dreads. I used to have dreads, and um, my parents would look at me like you won't be able to find a job, and I'm like, why not? Like, it, it's hard yeah. to grasp and then now it's like seeing the how it's times, everywhere yeah and it's like there was never anything wrong with us our culture kim kardashian would pull up with her dreads not dreads her braids you know like yeah she party. pretty much she pretty much is the filter point for white america mm-hmm. she watches black culture and she passes it passes it along to them she's their the leader of the white culture learning yeah. how appropriate uh, our, to appropriate our yep, culture, yep. most definitely. Yep. She's definitely at the forefront of that. Mm, that's why they're KKKKK. It's all. Well, I'm not going to get all It's all subliminal. That. Oh, my God. Oh, speaking of subliminal, Kyle was going to say something else, but some something that you said, I, I noticed this. Like, I, I this, this thought formulated to me, it became apparent like a long time ago. Um, when there was someone, um, that I knew, uh, cause like, you, you know, like, you know me and you know how I talk. Like I've, I've, I've heard it all. You know what I'm saying? Like people have heard me on the phone and then they meet me in person. Like, Oh, like I had white. no idea you were white. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the way I talk that I knew someone, a friend of mine, that's a black guy, right? And he, you know, he's also, you know, like he's he's not even from like the burbs or anything like that, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just He just happens to, you know, he articulates his words or whatever. Yeah. And I heard this girl talking about him and I was like, oh, like he talks white. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What are you implying? And it's Like what is, what is that? What is? What and is then, but when, when you break it down, and so he, so he's talking where he's you know proper, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
So when you look at it, it's saying, and you know, the way I talk where I might, uh, you know, say wanna instead of want to, or, and you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they say, oh, you're talking black, mm-hmm. right? That's improper. Mm-hmm. And so what they're really saying is that proper equals white, white. Yeah, and black equals improper. And there's like some things that are like that in front of you that you don't even realize it. Mm-hmm. You don't even realize how, how plain as day it is yeah. until you know to look for it. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. I feel like as as black people, we're always mindful of our blackness. We have to. Soci- society won't even allow you to forget to. that you're black. There's no way I can just walk into the store and um know that I'm not going to be to be followed or maybe even if it's not being followed, it's um, not being greeted. But the person behind me who's not black, maybe Hispanic. Oh, hello. Welcome. But I just walked in 20 seconds before and you didn't say anything to me. So it's like even when it's not um, in your face, you still are reminded of your blackness, even in the most subtle ways. Yes. And we, we, we it's like we do. We can't really do something and, and, and feel entitled to it for who we are. We we always represent. Like, um, I feel like uh, when a white person, for example, does something bad on TV, okay, why, someone did something bad on TV. It's, in, it's on an individual basis. Yes, but if it's a black person, it's like the whole group. Black people feel bad. <laughs> like it's like you know what what happened with between Will Smith and Chris Rock. Yes, the whole black community has felt so touched and hurt by this thing, and they felt concerned because because it's like it's one of us, so it's us. Is is a direct reflection of who we are, and you know, um, in the the whole Oscar ceremony, you know, um, how it's not um a, a black event, right? <laughs> So, you know, um, this year, this specific year, it was a, a black producer who was producing the event. And so there was a, a lot of backlash regarding the fact that Will Smith did that and it's such yeah. a disgrace and all of that. And I just want to say, like, yeah, okay, cool. Will Smith is, a, is, a, is an actor, is, is a black man, but he's also a, a human yeah, yeah. who's going through things that nobody here can, uh, can allow themselves to judge because you're not in his shoes. You don't know what it is to be Wismis and to deal with all this, this stuff. Yeah. And so, okay, yes, it's not a good look for black people. Yes, it's not a good look for, you know, men. Okay, cool, but we're human. Like, yeah. we should not, I don't think it's, um, it's even realistic to expect, yeah. you know, from people to not make mistakes or just be perfect, you know. And, um, yeah, but, yeah, I do feel like that, like, as a, as a black woman, like, I do feel like I, I do represent, and that's why like uh, I've learned to carry myself a certain way, to talk, to speak a certain way, yes. because I don't want to bring disgrace onto my community, mm-hmm. my ancestors, people coming after me. Yeah, it's true. You definitely have to wear that crown and wear it proudly, because yes, society girl. will try to make you take it off or mm-hmm. knock it off, but uh, you got to pick that back up and keep rocking yeah. it. Uh, yeah, like. I, I had an ex. Um, Another ex? Ooh, all the same. Matt is a jiggle. <laughs> a jiggle. I'll be asking all the details. A jiggle. She said jiggle. A jiggle. I'll be asking Cue all the details. Cue the Nick Cue. Is it song. the same one? <laughs> a jiggle. The, the poopy, <laughs> my 
<laughs> oh man. Okay, tell us about this ex. <laughs> Say my different. I want to know. Hey, is this, is this the same one? That's why don't be saying nothing. It's the same one, girl. <laughs> we got Sha. Okay, so he's not a gigolo. Okay, I take it back. Um, but uh, she was black, mm-hmm. or not was is. <laughs> she changed. <laughs> Metamorphosis. <laughs> She's evolved. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Are you blushing, mate? Are you blushing now? Am I? <laughs> no, not yet. Okay. So okay. Not gonna lie. What? What happened? Not gonna lie. What? Um. Well, like first of all, she she was super sexy. Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay. Actually, no, that's not the point. Why I was gonna say. But I, <laughs> why are we talking about that again? Why are we talking about that? I was I was trying to remember. Um, <laughs> first of all, let's just get this first out of, of all, here. I'm she just, was super sexy. <laughs> why am I saying that again? Just so know, you but. know. Just so you know, <laughs> Matt only deals with the finest of the finest. Okay, okay. <laughs> I heard. But um, uh, and she also had like. Or has, I mean, I assume she still does. I don't know why I keep talking in the past things like because she's you don't got her no more. She's your ex, so this is why. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, but yeah, she she had like an amazing sense of humor, right? Like mm-hmm. there was, but um, so like like there was a shirt, uh, you know, like the I love New York shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot like who got it, but it's a shirt that I have that uh, it says like I heart black woman. Right, <laughs> that's cute. But like she told me, uh, not to wear it in public with her. Okay. And or maybe she did the same thing before. Like I just haven't been like have it on one day, right? Because mm-hmm. I've I've never had a bad interaction with that shirt on, mm-hmm. <laughs> especially the older black ladies. <laughs> But like, I think I was picking her up and like, we're going to get food or like whatever the fuck we're somewhere. She was like, you got to turn that shit inside out. And I'm like, why? Like, I thought you liked it. It was funny or like whatever. And she's like, nah, like you understand. Like it's hard enough being a black woman in America mm-hmm. without you drawing attention to it. Mm-hmm. And being a black woman in America with a white man mm-hmm. and you drawing attention to it. Yeah. So Some people could take it as provocative. Like, I'm provocating you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. And I'm not saying you were uh, at all. Like a fetish. Yeah. No, yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Yes. Like, it was one of those things that that line of thought wouldn't have even crossed my mind exactly. like until she said it uh-huh you but got because it made you, you aware intentions. it made you aware you had pure intentions so you never even thought about the 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 bad side the negative it. connotation yeah exactly you had pure intentions but um and she probably liked the shirt but she probably felt in public a certain way yeah. more like um not human how would you feel if she was wearing i love white men Matt probably don't give a damn. You like it. It's, but it's different. One, you're it's women different. or you're a woman. And then you're black. See, yeah, so it's, it's different. different. It's so different. it's like, you know, just even if you are a white woman, he's like, I don't want to be seen as a piece of meat. And yeah, now yeah, you're yeah. adding a, a black woman. Oh, there's a whole lot of things that comes with that. So, Like, like that's one of those things where uh, 
you everybody needs to learn to have uh more empathy and just be open and receptive to other people's feelings. Mm-hmm. And then you can start to come to more understandings. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Because just like in that situation, you know, you, from your life perspective, there's, you know, you everyone has their own experience. And there's so many things that you don't realize because you've never had that experience. Only you've had your experience. Yep. And, you know. Usually, and usually white men, they don't have to worry about walking in the store and being followed or if the person's going to greet them or why didn't the person greet them. But Or being stopped by but, the police. But spoke, yeah, or, but spoke to the next person of a different race, you know. Like I've more and more come to understand the the fucking the power of being a white man in America mm-hmm. than when I was younger. That's like I had a good friend of mine who's an immigrant, and uh, there was a period of time where like his papers were like uh, in flux, mm-hmm. and that's like cause, you know I've I've gone through my hard times, and. He's one of the people, like, you know, the best friends you have are the ones that hold you accountable. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Completely agree. And But one of the things he would chastise me on, he was like, Matt, you don't understand. You're an American citizen. He said, if I had what you had, he said, I'd be working at McDonald's, Taco Bell, and Burger King right now. Mm-hmm. He said, you don't understand the blessings and opportunity you have. And yeah, that, because you were born in it. Yeah. So you're you can He was like, I don't he says, I have to work under the table and be victim to like, you know, lower wages. Cause he cause be abused. I, yeah. Taking advantage of And like sure. that, that's one of those things where it never like that kind of it never it never crossed my mind to look at it like that before. I get it. Um, I'm French, so I went through Im- immigration process to to have a green card to be able to do everything here. And sorry, and it's not. Um, it humbles you as someone who was born in a French country, who was French. I never had any to deal with like just uh, immigration process and these things. But trying to to s- to stay here, like even applying for like an internship visa, it's a big deal. And um, being in a situation like that, coming from a powerful country to move to another country and have to start over where you almost have to uh, to prove that you're worth, worthy being in America. It's kind of like how it is here and um, when you're applying for the papers and stuff. And uh, it definitely bring, gives you another perspective, you know, on, on things. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard this movies on theaters right now. Everything, everywhere, all at once. No. Nope. Since COVID, I don't even know what's going on. Yeah, me. I saw it uh, last Thursday Mm -hmm. or Thursday before last Thursday. Uh, That's one thing, like working at night, like I have a terrible sense of how time passes. Um, (laughs) As far as I'm concerned, it's the best movie ever made. Wow. So tell me the name again. Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Uh, I'll check it out. What is it about different, like, um, perspectives? It's, uh, no, it's um, it's, it's about uh, this woman Evelyn Wang. She's a Chinese immigrant. Owns a okay, okay. Well, you you know Michelle Yeoh. 
Okay, okay, I see what movie you're talking about. You seen it? No, the the trailer. Yeah, you seen the yeah you seen the trailer. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. the best movie ever made. Mm-hmm. And uh. And th- there's not a scene where like uh. There's the two parents and one kid. And the kid is playing. Uh, it's it's a situation about the the movie is about um just 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 being a foreigner like like in the U.S. but from from that family's perspective or something no no it's kind of it is it's definitely a genre fluid movie because it, it's kind of like a, okay it's a drama and it's a dramedy and it's it's sci-fi wow and there's some romance but that's that's like i was telling hiram uh at his peak art imitates life and then it's a cycle because life imitates art when it's influenced by it. That's mm-hmm. deep. But because the movie, you know, like you watch a movie and like let's say like it's a rom com, right? Mm-hmm. But like life, life isn't really like that. You know what I'm saying? Like it's more, it's, mu- not black it's or white, more yeah. mu- multifaceted. Mm-hmm. Like the movie, like even you know when uh, something takes you the time to show you even like the mundane details mm-hmm. of life. I don't want to spoil it too much. Like, if you go into it with no expectations, you'll really enjoy it. Everything, yeah, everywhere, all at once. Don't tell me too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the best. It's the best movie I've ever seen. So, did you flip the shirt inside out? I wanted to ask you. That. <laughs> yeah, I did. You did, and she was fine with it. Yeah. You know, because did she? Did y'all ever have like race conversations? Like, did you like yeah. get to see like inside of like all that goes on a black woman's head, like concerning the the perception? From America or society, I should say. Yeah, it's a lot, huh? Yeah, like I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I know. <laughs> a lot to unpack. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is funny. No, it is. What was the most mind blowing to you? Wait, what about the movie? No, or about that. Yeah. Well, no, I, I, I was just gonna say at the end of the movie, uh, it's something he says, and he's like, you know, she asked him like why he's like this, and he's like. I try to be kind to everyone, especially when I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. That's the most important time mm-hmm. to be kind. Deep. Yeah. And that's like, it's one of those things where, you know, if you just take some time to be more conscientious of that, you know, may, maybe a, a, the, there'll be a little less shit going down in the For world. Sure. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. Guys, I have to use the bathroom. I'm sorry. I have to say that. <laughs> I have to run quick. You want me, you want me to pause it? Do you mind? Or you, or you want to cut it off right here? You can pause it. I don't mind. I just need to run to the bathroom real quick. I'll pause it. Thank you. I bet you learned a lot of things while dating that woman. I want to know, like, what, what was the most mind-blowing thing um, um, that you've learned um, as just dating someone from another race. That's a good one. Inquiring minds want to know. <laughs> uh, I mean, honestly, in in that situation, it. I I want to say like it, it wasn't all new to me. Just got. I think you already said this earlier, but like I I really I really like grew up. Uh, like really surrounded. 
uh, by black people. Mm-hmm. So you're just comfortable. But there's still so many things, even in growing up around black people, that's like there's, you still don't know. It like, like it's still, you know, obviously it's not the same thing as being. Mm-hmm. But, um. Mm-hmm. Or dating. A yeah. black woman. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but I mean, yeah, I like, I mean, it, it, like it's to the point where, like I'll I'll take a picture with or I'll go somewhere, uh, you know, with a white guy, and then and then like someone I know, like you know, like joking around, they'll be like, "Yo, I, I didn't even know you had white friends." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Did you feel uncomfortable? Well, no, because you grew up around black people. Well, I don't know because you were dating her. It's different than just having black friends. Were you ever uncomfortable at first dating um, a black woman? Like, getting used to the looks or? No. No. Maybe because he's not the black woman. That's probably why. Because, uh, you know, like as like a black woman, you already got to think about a lot of stuff. So I can only imagine, you know, how she probably felt. And the society doesn't look at you as being as black. A black man could be with a, a white woman and he's still seen as a black person. But a black woman with a white man or non-black man is like, oh, she's not really black. Like, like I, Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, <laughs> like you losing part of, of yeah, yourself. Yeah, it's crazy. I feel like it's probably even more accentuated if if it was, like, in the South. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As opposed, you know, like, My, Miami is, like, more or less. Yes. For the somewhat part i'm not always gonna say most part like mm-hmm. a progressive city mm-hmm. yeah it's it's more like I a hub like a bubble here we're like a, 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 a bubble it's like what happens here don't happen anywhere else in the world and i feel like um yeah. people bond on some party shit people bond on some money shit. and it it's kind of like I'm not, I, I'm, I won't say that there there are no races, but I just feel like the dynamic is so different here. I agree. You know? Did you have a good time with her? Did you have fun? Was she fun? Oh, yeah. That's was she, cool. What, was she the, the number one, the first one that you told us? About? I don't oh. think so. <laughs> I'm sorry, that, connect, doesn't, that doesn't sound like Connect the dots, girl. That doesn't sound like a black person. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm, that, I'm that annoying. I know, right? I'm that <laughs> annoying friend. Who's like you? You tell me one story, and then we talk about like other stuff, like like three years after that, you and I still back. remember. Like, was what? it that same girl that you met <laughs> in that bar? Ago. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh mm. <laughs> <laughs> you have any questions for us queens, Matt? Any questions regarding? Oh you man, know. I've been so busy dodging questions. I, I, <laughs> yeah, you have been dodging them. <laughs> you have been dodging them. Yes, he has. But she was fun. I can tell. I can tell that Brandy is not satisfied. She's not fully satisfied with what, like with the life, answers, with the ambition. Answers, oh, the answers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 no. I, yeah. I, I just wanted to know. You could have told me, like, yes, she, she was sh- shared this dish with me something <laughs> you know she put me on to this movie this tv show listen he said she was sexy she had a big ass girl he, i didn't miss the i missed the part you said she had a big ass i missed Didn't that you part that? you said that right no i think we cut him off he the, got distracted the, fir- the first time i saw her i, I saw that ass from across the street Ooh, Ooh, that's a big ass <laughs> across the street so you like curves look at you 
Oh, what's what's that Drake line? Uh, you you with all them curves me and me with all no them breaks. breaks. <laughs> yeah. So how did you? So how, what do you think? Like attracted her to you? Is it your personality, your looks? What was it? Your swag? my tenacity. Your persistence. <laughs> that will get a girl. That will get a girl. Because I don't turn down a lot of people. And then, like, they but grow you know on what? It, If the guy is really persistent. It's It'll grow it on you. It works. It works, ladies. Like but mold. <laughs> like mold. What is wrong with you? That's a great comparison. That's a good it's really one. freaking mold. Like yeah, mold. Yeah, yeah. Well, if it doesn't work out, yeah, they are mold. But uh, And then you if can't get rid of it. Yeah, I'm, all, I'm over it. <laughs> that is funny. So you were persistent with her. Yeah. I like. Did you ever think like um, the world might not like us together or anything like? Does that cross your mind or no? Because uh, men don't. I don't know if men even that, think that deep. That that none of that stuff at the time was on my mind. It's not. What was you on your mind? That was only. That was only time. one thing on my mind. Oh, that's right, man. <laughs> this is the stuff Brandy wanted to know. <laughs> Listen, I wanted to know too. I'm trying to step into this world because it's like interesting hearing from a white man. Because you hear black women all the time talk about like <laughs> their hardships dating outside of their race, but you never hear or if a white man even has hardships in dating outside of his race. And so, connection wise, like, were you guys connecting like, uh, like, um, like as just two people? Uh. Yeah, like like her her in particular, there were there were, uh, I mean we had a lot of things in common, and we had, uh, I mean we had mostly things in common. That was like, I, you smiling. Ooh. I so so this so. Was so a black queen. <laughs> I so so funny story. That was uh. Look at him, girl. Look at him. That was after this when um. Cause we was like off and on. So at some point, like I I was on Tinder. Mm-hmm. I haven't been on Tinder in a long time. Okay. But I put two emojis in my bio. Mm-hmm. A chocolate bar. I knew it was that chocolate bar. And the tongue out. You know, the tongue oh emoji. Oh, my God. <laughs> that got me so many matches. No I don't way. think I don't think I matched with. Anybody who wasn't black for like eight months. <laughs> eight months? That is crazy, man. Wow. Like, so if you're white and you're looking for chocolate on Tinder, you know what to do. Matt, get him at, get at Matt. <laughs> that is funny. So y'all did have a connection. That's cool. But yeah, like like I was um but but like what are you saying about like uh like cultural differences uh w- like when I was dating a Haitian girl this I, another one or is it the same girl with the curve another one. Oh <laughs> my god girl don't be sleeping on that Child, this is you learn something new every day <laughs> but yeah like as far as having in, like things in common like that like I feel like uh like skin color is not like a precedent. You know, like obviously everyone has their Preference. home culture mm-hmm. and upbringing, but that's like there there's plenty of 
black people or Hispanic people that I have a hundred things in common with. And then like there's white people I have nothing in common with and, you know, vice versa. Like that's yeah. like in my experience, I, I've never seen that be like a deciding factor for having things in, in common. Mm-hmm. And I like, I, I feel like if you start there, then like everything else is just going to, is is it gonna make sense? I, I think the the male and the female dynamic already is hard enough because we are wired differently, right? And then when you add color, you really have to be um a great communicator. You have to like how you said yeah. she was able to articulate how that shirt made her feel being out in public with you. Like you have to be able to communicate those things well to your partner because you're and I don't mean this literally, but you you speak different languages. You think differently. It's true. And it's like, in order for that relationship to be successful, I think you have to be a great communicator. Right. Like, even more so than just in a... Yeah. To allow each yeah. other to see each other. Mm-hmm. To allow her to see you and, yeah. and vice versa, I think. And then, especially men already aren't big communicators. You know, women, we over-communicate. Yeah. And so now you're adding <laughs> the fact that not only are you the opposite sex, but um, you come from different backgrounds. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, you really have to communicate where you're coming from because you think differently, you move differently. So, uh, like, I'm, I'm also remembering uh, something she said. So, uh, so like, if you're... Uh, a white guy or Hispanic guy and like I start talking to you and like you only date black girls then she said like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fuck with you cause then it's like a fetish thing like like like, I like say that though well like like I'm, I, I think she explained it like you know like if you're a guy like you know you date you know this girl that girl and then you think I'm pretty too that's like you really think I'm pretty and not just because I'm black. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. And I understand her perspective, but I also feel like, on the contrary, people just have preferences. That's what I was saying. So even if you, you are blonde, some people just like blondes, you know? Or you, I've seen that. I've seen that. So. There is the, the fetish thing is a fact, exists, is a real thing. Almost. Oh, but definitely. I think that it may come from a place of trauma. Like, like, is, is there is there like a fine line between like preference and fetish? I believe so. Yes, it is a, a very is. fine. But there's line. A, but there's a difference. There, there is a difference. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um. I feel like when you get into fetish, um, there's definitely um deeper things that that lie beneath versus just preference. It's just surface level. <laughs> Psychological. Yeah. Preference, <laughs> you just like it. Yes, it's just, just like I just like it. You know. Interesting. Yeah, there is a fine line. I never saw, thought about it that way. I'm thinking about you with your I love black women shirt on. <laughs> Do you still have the shirt? That's what I want to know. Uh, she I'll burned it. <laughs> she cut it up and bleached it. <laughs> I feel like that's what you should have worn tonight. Oh, yeah, most definitely. You got to find that shirt. Stitch it back up. Uh, we, would, <laughs> we would support you to wear your shirt, Matt. Well, like, I, cause that's such a large, and like, I'm, I'm like a, I'm like an XL now. <laughs> oh, so, see, so what you're trying to say is you've been putting work in the gym since you left her, and um, <laughs> now you can't fit the shirt. So, uh, that's what that is. So you saying you glue up, you glowed up. 
<laughs> Big glow up. Oh, yeah. Got it off the muscle. Ooh. You got to flex when you say that. Did you notice he cuffed the microphone when he said that? Got yes. it off the muscle. Just very subtle. I saw I'm it. Not. You think you slick. <laughs> he's acting he's like slick. he don't do, he don't do, he don't know what he's doing. Mm-hmm. But we see you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I see you, man. Man, I'm, I'm under scrutiny right <laughs> now. <laughs> you like Johnny Depp. We told you, <laughs> are you sure that you want to do this with us? Are you sure? You said yes. Here you are. Like smart man, smart man. Like <laughs> I, I feel like this definitely needs a follow up. There's 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 still a lot of uh, unexplored territory here. This was great. We're going more in depth next time. Yeah, this was really yeah. good. Yeah, right? I, I feel like the first thirty minutes we was like uh figuring out the dynamic. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Then we got to that real real when we found out you had a Listen. I love black woman. When I saw him <laughs> blushing, that's I knew we hit the spot. <laughs> listen no the thing was when he was like she was sexy first let me say that she was, she was sexy. really sexy it was like man that's not what we asked but i'm glad you said it so let's continue yeah why are we talking about her right about her sexiness again right we forgot what what, what we, we wanted to hear more about her after you said that just know that just know that uh, i did yeah. that yeah <laughs> Shout out to, were your parents receptive? What? Was your mom, like, receptive? I, I, I'm i also uh, uh, by myself in Florida. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. So she doesn't know that you date black women. <laughs> uh, no, she, 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 knows, she knows about the one that went on for a while. Could this, uh, like, ties into uh, your question for the viewers on 99 Jams last night. Do you tell your family and friends your dating business? Yeah, like long-term situations will like warrant mm-hmm. something, right? You know, but if something just goes on a, a few months or and then falls off, that, I mean, like some people have that relationship with their parents, mm-hmm. and then, but like for me, it's like it's more like I don't, you know, I'm not gonna give them a update every time. You know, mm-hmm. like I go out to dinner. Like, someone goes by the home. way, I'm dating someone black. By the way, I'm dating a black woman. No, like no. <laughs> <laughs> just thought you know that there is a a fifty 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 percent chance that your grandchild might be. <laughs> or it doesn't go there. No, like like <laughs> <laughs> no, like I, I like like I remember when it was when I had gone on for a while. Like I, I think I uh like cause like my my family uh has like a group email. And, and and like I, I like I put in the email with some pictures. Oh, and like oh, like she's very she's very pretty. Nice. You know, Were you nervous to do that? No. Well, you give me the I don't give a fuck attitude, well, honestly, about anything in life. He does I don't what give he a wants fuck. to do. Yeah, yeah you, you give me that vibe. He's a rebel. He, he was like rebel. that in high school. Girl, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm telling you. Getting kicked out of class, he just did that's not. That's why the teachers didn't like him. I woke up and started a podcast. With shrooms in the name. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Yep. You know how much uh, fucking spam I get on social media? Because, like, you know how they have those keyword bots that, like. Yes. So, so there's a fucking, like, uh, drug pages in mass. Mm-hmm. Always fucking commenting on posts. on Like, if I, if I tweet. I'll get fucking all these replies about like, wow. oh, get 
uh, fucking Molly from so and so. I'm like, oh that that's like you know like they it's the bots they just look yeah, for keywords. So it's crazy. like shrooms is in the name. Yeah. So that's like yeah, my, yeah, yeah, my yeah. boy. He's like, bro. Ever since I follow your page, like all these fucking pages start following me. That's crazy. And it's like it's like you look at the page. It's just like weed and mushrooms and cocaine and like. Oh gosh, it's it worse <laughs> and worse and worse. <laughs> <laughs> but um, oh yeah, like like uh. I want to say people names on the air, but you 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 remember uh, my my girlfriend in high school, right? Mm-mm, I didn't know you had a black girlfriend in high school. No, she wasn't black. Oh, oh no, I don't remember. Uh, Shell. Yes, I remember her. I love her. So sweet. yeah, no, she. I want to know about her. I like that smile. She's so what? sweet. Yeah, yeah, she is. She's a really good girl. No, she she what actually. Did you do? What happened? I forgot about that. No, my my family. Like we've like we've been apart for like oh, what like almost a decade. Yeah. Or you know, You're talking about high school. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like we was together for a little bit after high school, but you know it's been a long time. Like my family likes her more than me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She's a good person. Yeah. Like like she she actually came with me to Virginia, mm-hmm. and and like met my extended family. Mm-hmm. Wow. Nice. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You were in love. Young love, yeah. Oh, she she's a, a person beautiful inside and out. Yeah, definitely. Oh. What happened? Uh, Life. Uh, you know, it was just, it was it was just like young shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. Oh, mm-hmm. cute. Shout out to her. Shout out to you, girl, Michelle. Hey. <laughs> she said the name though. <laughs> well, he said no. He said it already. Oh yeah, yeah. True, That's true, the only reason why I knew who one. he was talking about. Yes, yes, true. But yeah, like like my family's not one of those like uh like fucking get out families or something. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably hillbilly.com. You don't think you don't think they probably like started a separate email chat like <laughs> intervention for Matt. Matt is Matt dating, need an intervention. Black women. No. Matt need an intervention. I don't know your mom's name, but Sarah, <laughs> what did you do to Matt? <laughs> He's dating black women. It's not like that. Of all the shit I've done, that's like the least of their concerns. Oh, good. <laughs> it's a great thing. It's a blessing. You black. I'm sure those black women change your life. And I say women, not women, because I feel like you've dated several. So I'm going to just go out of here and say, I know those black women change your life. Blessing. We're magical. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I'm going to clip that out. Okay. I'm down with it. <laughs> No, this, this I feel like, like, like this feels like a whole nother, whole nother podcast right here. Yes, like you, you, you guys ta- <laughs> tag teaming on the couch. Yeah, like it's, it's something. It's uh, yeah, we putting you in the hot seat. That black girl magic. I knew that that's what was gonna happen, anyways. I didn't know that's what was gonna happen. <laughs> yep. When you give the lead to two queens, I mean, mm-hmm. you know what? You didn't give us the lead. You give you gave us the floor, and yes. we just took the lead. You yeah. definitely gave us the floor, and magic happened. Like it was just like amazing. You was just throwing it up and slamming it down <laughs> like that. <laughs> uh, y'all got anything else you want to add for before we call tonight? You know, it was such a pleasure meeting you. You know, it's so, it's not often that you come across such, like, beautiful spirits and beautiful souls. And I am so grateful just 
from this one day, this Me short encounter to have even crossed paths with you. Like, it's great mm-hmm. knowing that people like you exist. Oh, thanks, babe. You know, people who have, like, Same. such beautiful spirits and souls. Thanks. And I really, like, feel like your energy and your spirit is just, it's everything. I appreciate you. I appreciate yes. that. And uh, I, the feeling is mutual, though. So we can really be grateful to to Matt for for that match because yes. he said, "Listen, my homegirl, I know the you guys gonna story, hit it off." The moral of the story is the white man is responsible. <laughs> the white man you know what? gets all the Peace. credit. Peace <laughs> on these words. Yes, yes, <laughs> pretty much. Truth. What's going on here? Straight facts, Matt. Now, now I'm torn between calling this episode "Black Girl Magic" or "White Privilege." (laughs) (laughs) You know what? (laughs) Or "Black Girl Magic" yet "White Boy Privilege" or something. You could tie them both together. Something. Oh, that's not bad. You could do both. I like it. Versus, versus. Ah, yes. Oh, I'll put them together. White man magic. (gasps) That's, (laughs) That's what it is. You won't get I'm you, you lose you lose all the views with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. You got to put the black girl magic and the yeah, white yeah, yeah, white yeah. boy privilege or something. But you can't just put white <laughs> white magic. That little he sound like a magic stripper, some stripper name or something. Merlin, Merlin. They might think you. Oh, man, this is a different type of show. You know Merlin, Merlin the sorcerer with his long beard. Like that should be my stripper name. White magic? Yeah, I think so. If you if you ever go into the industry. I don't know. It's, uh, all right, I guess that's too close to Magic Mike. That's what that made me think of. That's why I said it. Uh, if you drive all the way to like... Sublim- um, some well, more subliminal You're going to get some more bots. Don't, don't, don't look at Matt like that. I feel like if you drive a little bit further, like around like Palm Bay, West Palm Beach, like you, you may stumble upon a version of that white magic in, in the strip club. Oh. I don't know. Oh, gosh. Not in Miami, but... You know, yeah. Further. You know? Oh wow! Interesting, <laughs> Matt. You might have to make the commute. <laughs> Get a new business. <laughs> Who knows? Girl, there's a lot of things we don't know. We don't know how people. Be he probably Matt looking like, don't like know. I, you don't know. I've already been there. I've already. How do they stage. know this? I've how already hit know? the stage. How how is this whole enterprise of podcast being being funded? Exactly. White magic. White magic. Yeah. He make he getting it. He raking it in. I know you're raking it in, Matt. <laughs> you already talked about working out and flexing. It's now starting to make sense. And now the bald name on Instagram. I'm putting it together. What is Girl, it? The bald you're putting what? it all together. What's the Instagram name? The bald what? The bald bambino. Yeah, you're definitely bambino. Been making done. it rain. I'm done. <laughs> I think I was like, hi, I was in the grocery store. And I just thought about, I'm like, I don't know why I thought of the word bambino. I, th- I think I was I was thinking about I don't know what I was thinking about, <laughs> but then I looked it up, and a bambino is a kid. It's nope. it's a type of cat. Oh, I didn't know that. And it's a bald cat. What? Like you, I, it's like a hairless cat. No you like cats. The bambino is the hairless one. Yeah, because it's so creepy, right? Creepy, yeah, I know right? exactly what creepy, you're talking about. So I was like, "This is it. It's my spirit you, animal." Oh, okay. Because it's bald. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, you've been hitting the stage. <laughs> Everything you say just points to that. <laughs> They're working out, the ball bambino. As she said, this expensive setup. You mm-hmm. definitely, you're doing something. 
I've told you. Mm-hmm. It's probably black women that go in there and make it rain for him. <laughs> <laughs> We're coming for Magic Mike. <laughs> White magic. White magic. Oh, White magic said, to the stage. I said Magic Mike, girl. <laughs> magic Mike. That's another movie. Like that's... White magic to the stage. White magic. That magic Matt. He come out in his um, white his magic bouncer mat. uniform, and Girl, then he strips. White magic mat. And then it. it's just one of those uh, those pullaways where. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, like a warm up <laughs> outfit. <laughs> that is funny. Uh, <laughs> this episode brought to you by Sandbar, Coconut Grove, thirty sixty four Grand Avenue, Miami, Florida three three one three three, home of the Fish Taco. Taco Tuesdays, tacos have off. Whiskey Wednesdays, whiskey have off. Ladies night Thursdays, ladies drink free from like 11 to 1 a.m. Sandbar. 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 Uh, to, to circle back one more time, when we were talking about uh, connecting with people earlier, that's like, like sometimes I see people uh, kind of like dominoes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like someone could be like, a six and a four and someone else might be like a seven and a four, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And on the surface, like they're not compatible, mm-hmm. but they actually are compatible when you look at it another way. Yeah. So that I actually like doing stuff like this mm-hmm. where it's like, I know someone and I know someone and I'm like, that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then on the other hand, I've also like learned it the hard way. Like there's people that I'm close with, you know, I'm close with him, close with him. And I would never bring them together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yes. But that's made sense to me. Super glad we did this. I'm so glad you had. Yeah. Yes. This was just perfect. I want to do it again. Yeah, same. Black girl magic in full effect. Mm-hmm. Versus white privilege. <laughs> 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 Why sounds so weird? So weird. Yeah, I'm the minority here. <laughs> you are, isn't that you interesting? Are. <laughs> it's 2022. <laughs> Get into it. Uh, uh, <laughs> this is my first time doing it with two girls and black women. two black girls, <laughs> and one of them is married. <laughs> Shout out to my hubby Trey. <laughs> I'm still single. Brandy Troop, that girl on Instagram. <laughs> oh, girl, you know what? Hey, you got to be above you, six King. foot. Yes. That was great. 